Hello and welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends gather and talk all things Invincible, a comic book and now animated series by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. Uh, I am one of your hosts and joining me as always are Ryan. I'm Ryan and that is Bill. Did I say I Ryan? Say your name. Oh, whatever. <laughs> People know me by now if they don't. Uh, and Wyatt. Hey, everybody. And if you're watching on YouTube, now you see he's back in action. The sweet one. Yes, the sweet one. And TJ. There he is. He's here. Awesome. Uh, so <laughs> welcome to our season two, episode three breakdown. This is a huge episode oh. that we've got for you. Um, if you guys wanted to, we have a ton of emails to cover. Um, unfortunately, we're not able to read all of them today. Um, maybe we'll get back to them. Um, but you can email us too at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Um, we're all over Twitter or X as it's called now. Um, the most exciting X, the most exciting oh, okay. forum to find us on is YouTube, um, where you should absolutely subscribe because we always drop a lot of fun videos on that. Uh, Spotify. Um, we have a website that Ryan painstakingly updates all the time where you can find all of our episodes, all, I, I don't even know what's on it. Honestly, it's, it's got a lot of great stuff. Feels like I bookmarked it once and never went back. The invincible podcast.com. Um, TikTok, We've got a lot of fun TikToks coming out. Wyatt does a lot of those. Um, and also if you guys could, it's been a while since we've gotten any reviews over on like Apple, um, that helps. I looked today and we have, I think it's. 4.8 out of five stars. And I want to say we're at 98 reviews and I don't, those aren't all written reviews. Some people can just rate stars and then, you know, don't leave yeah. uh, any words, yeah. but we're at 98. You could be our hundredth review. Just saying, yeah. just saying. Yeah. And oh, that's, I don't know. Are people going to rush to be the 99th or are they going to try to wait? And then we're just going to be stuck <laughs> or in is 98. That 98? We'll read both of them. We'll yeah, read I mean, both of them. Ninety nine's great too. You know, ninety yeah. nine's not bad. Yeah, that's like ninety nine's a great issue. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 99 90, before you get mm. over the, you know, that's like the most exciting part of anything—a roller coaster and it's yeah. the boost. It's the boost. They're giving a and boost. All those, to get and all those there. reviews really help out with you know people being able to find the podcast when they search it. We'll get a little right. bit closer. Exactly. So all those people that comment on on YouTube, just throw those comments over in, in a review for Apple if you got it. Um, Speaking, also. Go ahead. No, go ahead, TJ. Uh, speaking of YouTube, uh, one thing I wanted—I sh we should have brought up before—but like during the lull of Invincible, while we were waiting for season two, we put out a lot of videos. So go head over to our uh, our YouTube and like we just reposted uh, on our Twitter or on my Twitter and um, the Invincible podcast. Like retweeted it, but uh, Invincible trivia is there. We've done some unboxing videos. We've done. What else? Uh, so the action, the uh, the action figures. We've done uh, Hot Ones Challenge. We've done a lot of stuff, uh, especially this year, especially yeah. earlier this year. So uh, if you are rediscovering our podcast or discovering it for the first time, and you love uh, the Invincible comic series, take a little deep dive into our YouTube. There's some stuff. Some there's of, some. There's some good stuff. Some in of the there, more random fun videos are on the InvinciblePodcast.com under fun videos, and there's the whole collection of them there. So there's that. There you go. Yep. You learn something new every day. That's your that's your one stop shop. All of the other ones that are not in that category are not. They're just fun. not fun. So no, no, now <laughs> yeah. they're just not fun. This one, the worst. Who knows where? It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, lastly, uh, this is a podcast where we are first and foremost fans of the comic book 
Um, so we may get into spoilery, you know, areas once in a while. We try to keep it, you know, uh, we respect that new listeners, especially if you found this podcast, you probably did some searching and, and you're excited to, to talk about the show. So we we really do try to keep it, you know, but but if you go back and you listen to the past episodes, they are spoilery. So if you want to go into, you know, season two blind and not know anything, don't listen to older episodes. The titles usually give stuff away, so you wouldn't listen to those. Um, but there's also our season one recap. Um, we had a lot of fun with those. We had a lot of creators. Mm-hmm. We had Robert Kirkman on. So again, if you're new to our show, go back, delve into YouTube, go to theinvinciblepodcast.com. Lots of great <laughs> stuff on there. Maybe there's on prizes videos. if you go to it. We on don't videos. know. I don't know. <laughs> there's no prizes. <laughs> um, so first, before we get into our season uh, two, episode three, recap um we're gonna go over uh news which luckily there's quite a bit come out, and it's only been a week <laughs> yeah a lot of the news honestly it came out like within the last two days yeah, there's a good amount. um yeah yeah so first uh omni man is officially out on mortal Kombat one um our live stream you can find that over on our youtube channel um under live if you click that button there and there's also highlights too if you don't want to watch the whole two and a half hours that ryan made us sit there and play it um <laughs> Trying to break some sort of fucking record. <laughs> like, it's not a real stream if we don't go for four hours. I, we made um, bagel bites. Th- I mean, I don't know what the problem is here. Yeah, I'm still, still, I still snacks, have eating bagel bites. It was great. Still got hard. That was so yeah. much fun. But that was that was great. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Omni Man is. Oh man, I could just imagine if they made an invincible game, um, and and because they did a fantastic job like really making you feel like powerful like, like right before yeah. we came in here to start recording uh skybound games tweeted out a montage video of like cutting together all the moments from the comics to the moments in the in the game it's so good i still can't get over how yeah. cool that is and how much they actually nailed mm-hmm. it yeah, yeah he really is like because I, I when we were leading up to that i played a bunch of mortal Kombat just to like you know, familiarize myself with the game and tried to like try out different characters. He is without a doubt, I feel like the most fun character to play. And I'm, we're obviously biased oh, yeah. a little bit to want to play as Omni-Man, but all of his moveset, the things that you can do in the game are just so much fun. I've been having a blast playing even after we finished our live yeah. stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not just a cheap little money grab skin. Like you, it like there's a lot of fun stuff to do as Omni-Man. Oh, yeah. So definitely go and check that out. Um, more fun news. So, season two, episode one, tripled its viewership from season one. Tripled. Tripled. tripled like, it. what? That, that's, season one was a success in Amazon's eyes, and this was tripled. This is insane. I, if we had talked about it beforehand, I don't think we, I mean, I'm sure we did, but I don't know when or what. I would have expected it to be a little bit lower. Not only was the two and a half year wait, too. but- episode one of season one had that like shock factor at the end like not that this one didn't but it was a different kind of thing and that went kind of viral with everybody jumping on and from what i remember that was a a huge splash i did not think i did not think it would be this and i I don't know maybe we're just like so prepared for it to not and always like nervous that it's going to get canceled at any moment type thing because we care so much but man i did not expect even double the fact that it was tripled viewership I was expecting it to be around the same just because with when a new series drops, 
a lot of people, you would think like the most watched episode is the first episode because a lot of people Mm -hmm. will try it out. They won't care for it. It's not for them. Right. So I imagine that it would get a lot of viewership just for people checking it out to see, to see what it's all about. Um, but season, but at the same time when invincible drops, nobody knows what invincible is. Nobody really cares about invincible. Um, so I, I understand how it might lose some viewership there, uh, for, for season one, episode one. That's why I would imagine, like, maybe it would be around the same, but tripled is mm-hmm. insane. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it, it is, it's such it's, a, like, it's a nice reminder that, like, it's doing well. It's likely, you know, fingers crossed, obviously, that it continues to get renewed and gets more seasons because, you know, we are very much a lot of times in our own little Invincible right. bubble, follow, you know, mm-hmm. with following Invincible fans and all of that stuff. So it's cool to see that, like, the the widespread appeal of it has continued to grow at at such a like huge rate it's awesome and i was on amazon prime or uh, prime video yesterday and series it's still number one it is still number one and it will continue to be especially after this episode and then the next one oh my gosh whoa look out and then i bet you it's it's gonna gonna, it's gonna like once people get to watch all four it's gonna jump up again because people are just gonna rewatch it um Yeah, I mean, don't forget, I mean, the title of the comic book is probably the best superhero comic book in the universe, and, like, I'm starting to believe it. Like, we believe it because we know it, you know what I mean? But the fact that, yeah, probably. It's getting there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, More news. So, we have another video game. Um, The mobile game is coming out very soon, I think, right? Yeah, the uh, Guarding the Globe uh, mobile game will be out in February sometime. Yeah. So, very soon. But... To tie us over from that, we have an actual game that is available on Steam, um, PC, and Epic Game Store. And it's also free to anyone with an Amazon Prime account. It's the Adam Eve game. Yeah, we've been talking um, about this leading up to it. The uh, visual novel, yeah. like RPG type uh, fusion game. Um, mm-hmm. And we have all yes. been... I think, TJ, you haven't played it yet, right? No. No, Did you? so I know that Wyatt, oh. TJ, and I... I was about to be so haven't played mad. it yet bill you've checked it out a little bit i don't want to know too much more than yep. that um but we're going to be talking about it in depth in a future episode um maybe be yeah. hopefully, hopefully having some of the creators on uh to talk more about it maybe do a little bit of a spoiler cast on it there is so much to talk about though so we can't get too much into it yeah. but we do need to you know get it out there and let everybody know that this thing is out there we will uh hopefully be doing a uh a recording or a video of us playing at least some of it uh, just to get the initial re- impressions of what it's like. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye out for that over on our YouTube channel. And it's free on Amazon Prime, but guys, it's a Skybound game. It's it's $8, $9. Go go buy yeah. it. So, like, yeah. go buy so it. I don't have, People... I have a Mac and it's only available on PC currently. But I used uh, Katie, my wife's uh, like PC. Uh, and uh, I started messing around with it because I have Steam on there. Went through the Amazon thing, got it for free, but then I had to go through Epic to get it to open on Steam and I had to download the Epic thing. So even though I already got it for free, I'm like, you know what? Paying the $8 on Steam. I don't care. I want to support yeah. this anyway. So you know what? Maybe it counted yeah. twice. You know, I got the free one and the $8. So I don't care. Yep. So yeah. And it's absolutely worth it. It's That's it's good to know. That's the first it. thing you've told yeah. us about it. So you know what? Oh yeah. yeah go, go get it. Yeah. It's $8 and they it's like six to eight hours. That right there. I mean, just the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, depending on how much time you spend on it, for sure. Uh, So a few more news pieces before we get into emails, which is going to be a big segment. Um, Ryan, you're going to timestamp this, too, like if people just want to get right into the... You can find those uh, in the description or on YouTube where it has the chapter breaks and everything. Or on theinvinciblepodcast.com. Just go to that, find the timestamps for the episode, (laughs) and and there you go. (laughs) 
It's all there. Uh, so a Funko Pop got announced, and it is going to be uh, Omni Man with a um, uh, the Think Mark it's, Think so moment, it's right? Called, As the so backdrop, is that... Funko Pop moments where it's more of like a um, what is that called? It's a scene. Yeah, a scene. It's a diorama. It's got like a background to it. Like yeah. it's going to be in a box. It has the background, and it's going to be him in the pose with Mark in the pose. Um, so there you go. There you have it. Funko Pops have been one of the things that have been on the list of what people want for literal years before the show was even yeah. a thing. I've been saying it forever. And it's the floodgate. I feel like that's and the moment. As soon as it like that's out, it. it's, yeah, it's going to boom, tether tyrant. Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's pop. also the moment of like, before long, we're walking in Walmart seeing Invincible yeah. merch that's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's very, you know. Like it's just. Like, I feel like yeah. we're gonna. I feel like it's a sign. Like we're we're now seeing the effects of season one being a huge success because obviously, like it takes time to get these things made. Whether yeah. it's the Adam Eve game or mm -hmm. some of the news we're gonna talk about in a minute or Funko Pops, like it. I think it shows that season one was so successful that now we're seeing all of it kind of cross over into other media the way that we hoped it would. Mm -hmm. So it's really yeah. cool to see. And especially knowing that season two was even more successful to know that that's probably going to continue. Like you said, that we're going to start seeing, you know, even merch as you walk into target or Walmart or whatnot. It's really cool. Speaking of which um, there's new merch out there guys over on their Amazon page. And there is a lot of it. Um, so there's a lot of repeats, but I have a Viltrum empire shirt that has the, the red volt filter uh -huh. empire that liz got me like eight years oh, yeah. ago and you can't Super find it it's too. back baby. is it is it really it is it's yeah. back yeah. And it's a fucking hoodie it's a, it's hoodie. a zip up hoodie it's a it's a zip up hoodie it's a pullover hoodie they yeah. have uh sweaters yeah. they have like t-shirts they have like uh what is it like the the baseball jersey <laughs> I like thing, the. Like yeah. I, saw, I didn't look too much into it. I saw the the blue invincible logo. It looks like paint dripping. TJ, you said something about Bergamart pillows. Um, so we, we I, I was I, I started to say like I I had the Bergamart pillow in my um, cart because I was going to get that. But then I opened up all the other merch, and there's a shitload of pillows. Oh, really? There's tons of different <laughs> invincible pillows. Come so on. I'm like, I need pillows. I want pillows. Is there a Rexplode pillow for you, TJ? Is there a Rexplode pillow? There's no Rexplode. Anything? Anything? There's so there's so much. <laughs> They're merch. making the figure. There's so the much figure merch is coming. You know, I, this is this is confirmed. Skybound hates me. They don't. They, I mean, I'll take I'll take the action figure. Listen, beggars can't That's be right. cheeses. All right, I'll take the action figure, and it's sweet and it's awesome, and I'll take it. But I need a shirt. I need a hoodie. So, I need something. You it's guys so have bad. been to my house. Why? I don't think you have, but we have this big C-shaped sectional downstairs, and Liz bought all these like very like you know trendy pillows where it's like all pillows and i'm just gonna buy oh, all replacement ones. pillows and replace it <laughs> and just see how long it takes her no, to no, just don't no, do anything. one at a time You're, yes there do you one go at one time. at a time that's good that's good no i think i'd rather have the shock of like what yeah. happened where like, are my this? pillows <laughs> <laughs> they're there forever those are but the not just amazon because amazon was the big drop of like new invincible merch on amazon but skybound the skybound shop has been updating i don't know if we've talked about it with the last couple episodes that on the skybound store they've updated with some new shirts and merch with each episode not quite as like themed to the episode as they were doing in season one mm -hmm. a lot of them are just kind of like general merch but i got the uh yeah the cory walker cover shirt this is probably That's my awesome. favorite cover of Invincible, so I had to grab it. Very excited. But yeah, yeah, lots of cool ones. A Dinosaurus shirt. 
right? That Bill ordered immediately. So yeah, you did that to me. Why you sent it and you yeah. knew? I mean, I think yeah. You sent it on a Monday too, when I had no money. What I if I to, knew like, about oh, it and I had okay. not sent it? You would have been mad at me. You would have been like, Wyatt, how long have you known this exists? Yeah, it's true. The only thing is, I wish, and I'm probably the only one, is that I wish they had kid sizes because, oh, like, yeah. they have a really awesome Adam Eve hoodie that I could, I would just oh. love my daughter to have. Yeah. But you know, it's a it's a unisex small, so maybe I'll shrink it and. I don't know. She'll be yeah. cute in it. Anyway, so two more things. Two more news pieces. Um, there's a very cool behind the scenes uh, with storyboard artists and a director video. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's exclusive to Skybound Insiders. Yep. There's so a, if there there's was... like a trailer for it, like a teaser for it uh, available to everybody on Sky, Skybound's um, YouTube channel. But if you're a Skybound Insider, you can find that link through the, that uh, that website. And that, that was also pretty cool. Right. Anytime you get to see behind the scenes stuff and, and listen to the creators talk is always amazing. So check those out. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Which you can find on the invincible podcast.com. Nope. Um, not, nope, that. not that one. Not that. That's not on there. <laughs> <laughs> you can find a link to this episode where Ryan will tell, tell you we'll where to go. Find talk, it. Talk yeah. About it. Yep. Exactly. Uh, and last but not least, something we've been talking about for a very, very long time finally got leaked. So invincible is going to be in Fortnite. Um, there's going to be three characters, the big three, right? Omni-Man, Invincible, and Adam yep. Eve. Um, there's there's going to be a bunch of different options with back bling, um, different pickaxes. The diff- uh, I think there's one emote that we've seen so yeah, far, right? Yeah, the baseball yeah. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is very cool. And rap, very and cool. then um, yeah. Oh, so we have and plans one of to the craziest that things that well. I probably the biggest surprise is an awesome Ryan Otley original like uh, loading screen too, which looks amazing. Yeah um so cool yeah. yeah so ryan ryan wyatt me and another friend of ours uh we've been playing Fortnite for the past like year ever since yeah. and i feel like we did it because like zero build came out yeah so i don't even remember why or how we got into it did we get into it because there were rumors that invincible was coming no i think we just to Fortnite or kind no, of we funny with playing it. We liked the idea of no build we wanted to play something together and it was free and so we just jumped into it hmm. Yeah, and we really got into it. We've been playing it a lot this, yeah. this past year, so I'm really so looking what, forward to it. My favorite back bling, like they have like bling to put on like the I know their backs. which one. It's the only it's, one. Uh, the 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 immortal's head and the yeah. the immortal like bling blinks and stuff around. is like, oh, God. Yeah. so good. Yeah. So, so imagine good. walking around and and that's all you see. Yeah. is just the immortal's face looking back at you, like which is fantastic. Up. So right. we don't have uh, no official concrete plans yet because. There's just so much. There's so much, guys. There is so much. We have no time. Um, but yeah, we will be planning on a, a stream of that uh, sooner rather than later um, with uh, right. any number of us. We'll see. Like and I said, may like try it. The, I mean, I the four of us and us. Bill may try it. Want, Bill Bill may may try it. I want to teach Bill. I want to just be, have him running around in Fortnite and us yes. messing around trying to teach him. It'd be the, so much the amount, we'll get him the amount that you were frustrated by Fall Guys, like I oh. need you to bring that kind of angry energy into a Fortnite match oh, yeah. when some random kid shoots you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. that that's kid. just gold content waiting to happen, yeah. Bill. Yeah. I feel like you'd be good. Yeah. It's a third person shooter. Yeah. Yeah, but so uh, if that's it, we got nothing else for news. We're going to delve right into our emails, of which there were so many. Yes. Um, Man, thank so you. Thanks. Like, thank yeah. So yeah. Um, again, if you want to send us more emails, you can go to the invinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Um, keep the conversation going. So the way that it works is 
Uh, we talk about emails from the previous episode, the beginning of the current episode, um, because that's the way that we record it. We want to make sure that we have the most up-to-date intro. Um, the recap that we did, we pre-recorded mm -hmm. it. Um, so that's where you're going to see a little bit different. But So I'll just jump right into the emails. There's a few that we weren't able to yeah. read, like I said. So special thanks to Scotty, Connor, and Tyler. Uh, we love you all very much. Um, very sorry that you couldn't get on this episode. We have so maybe, many guys. Maybe we have so time. many. Sorry, but we did read right. them all. Thank you all. Uh, and a lot of times it was uh, a, a same question, you know, asked again, or it was a repeat question or, you know, mm -hmm. um, and thanks for a lot of the love. A lot of you guys were sending, you know, very kind words about us, but to tighten it up a little bit, we had to, you know, tighten up these emails a little bit. Don't be mad at us. We love you. No, we love you. So some some quick fire ones I'm going to go through before we we each read a longer individual one. So we have one from Robert Flores. Uh, I really like how much Corey Walker's art is shining through the show and has synergy with the new trade paperback releases. Everything that you love about the Invincibles animation, Corey Walker. Yeah, uh, any stills, uh, the trades that are coming out, it's, it's Corey Walker. I'm so glad that he's getting a lot more time to shine um, because obviously Ryan Otley spent a lot of time in the comic book um, so I'm, I'm glad that Corey Walker is, is definitely shining mm -hmm. through, uh, one from Doug. Hey guys, first off, love the podcast and that we are getting consistent episodes for the show. Just had a small thought that Mark taking Amber to Las Vegas might be a very subtle hint tease to where the future arc might take place. Hint, hint, mm -hmm. dinosaurus. I think we all thought the yes, same thing. That's pretty cool. Um, yep. And then one from Jake Swartzy. Uh, will the events of issue 50 happen? Now, that was a much bigger email from Jake where he's talking about the, the teases that have been leading up to and all the things coming together where issue 50 events might be happening. Um, and we don't have to get into more spoilery than just saying issue 50. And we've talked about this a little bit in our previous breakdown, especially when it comes to things happen that happen in uh, Atlantis. Um, I think it's very possible that the is issue 50 events happen before season three. Yeah, same. 100%. I, yeah. I think it's going to be, you know, episode seven or eight. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, because the blue suit, it's just hard if, to... correct me if I'm wrong, the blue suit's 51, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that the first time that he has the blue suit? And we know yep. the title card, at least we assume the title card, is leading to possibly but teasing I, that. So I would say season two ends with I can't, the issue 50. I can't see seven. that happening in the same episode as crazy angstrom stuff which means one of those things Maybe, has yeah. to not be the finale which is guys we we have been shocked i know yeah in and what they were able to put in even the last episode especially this episode yeah. i mean this episode it feels good had to things breathe in a little it bit. that we're like there's no way this is the same episode there's no yeah. way there's no way we got this plus yeah. this yeah um so yeah. who knows maybe true. issue 50 happenings could happen yeah. in the same fucking in in episode eight true um, all right. So who wants to take, take an email first? Well, we, we've got three emails, um, nope. that have three doodles and we'll save yeah. those for yeah. the end. Um, so why you one. got one? Yeah, I yeah. can, I have one from Breck. Uh, he says episode one was phenomenal and I called in from the end of season or I called it from the end of season one, that season two would start in the alternate dimension. Episode two was so full of action and parts of the comic. I did not think we would get Midnight City, Atlantis, Graduation, and more in one episode. Ben Schwartz was the perfect choice for Shapesmith, and I wonder if he will voice the real Russ Livingston when he returns. I didn't even right? think about that. And that would Who's be funny because that? it's very not it has, comedic. It has to be. It 
I mean, it has to be what Russ sounds like because all the people around him would be like, why do you not sound like you? Yeah. yeah, So, so it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be Ben Schwartz mm -hmm. doing a more sinister voice. The one that has the sequence. Probably. I would guess so. I would guess so. Which is really cool to uh, think. (laughs) Brett continues. He says, I do love Mark's reaction to flying into Midnight City as well and testing out the dark side, light side. That was a really fun part. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love that they are doing debbie and showing uh, love what they are doing with doing with debbie and showing us a lot of how she is handling the aftermath finally having someone call out donald being alive the theory about the title card spoilers for non-comic readers revealing the blue suit was spot on and i cannot wait to see it in animation i do love the changes with atlantis and thought it was a great change uh i do like the angstrom post-credit scene which will be which will be in effect until we get the confrontation. But what if this trend continues into another season for him recruiting for the Invincible War? Which is, yeah. I think, very interesting. And I think could definitely be a thing that they did continue into like season three, where they kept that as a post credit scene to continue building that and like make people wonder when is it going to come back really into the main story and keep giving you one more bit of like, here's another thing he's doing. Mm-hmm. I think could be cool. Yeah. I think showing him go to an evil Mark serves a few purposes and that's, that's pretty smart. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. I've got one here. Uh, this says, hello, invincible podcast p- pals. Thetis, I mean, Travis here. And the second episode of season two was packed with story um, because I called him Thetis last time. Remember that? Uh, plus, plus, can so much happen and not feel rushed or crammed into one episode. Plus, the emotional scenes hit harder than Omni Man does. My shocking prediction is that Angstrom will kill Amber to get back at Mark, because Oliver is because Oliver isn't around yet. And I feel, stop and I feel, it. Stop. I feel like the Angstrom interdimensional fight will happen during the first four episodes with the cliffhanger of Mark stranded and Mark stranded in uh, dead reality. How many different voice openings did your new BFF, Ross Marquand, act out for you guys? My original season two letter was meant to be a joke, but you guys put me in my place with the Aquarius open in the previous episode and now the possible Rudy for this episode. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. We're done. We only got that those two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, I like spoilers. I tried to get Seth Rogen to do one for us for this episode too, but you know, he's not returning my calls. He ignored my jokes. He must be upset with us still. (laughs) But no, I thought it was fun that we got the one and then it was like, oh, surprise, there's actually two, but no, it was just the two. Uh, Thanks for this. Holy fuck, that's a hot take. Yeah, man. Thanks for this awesome podcast that keeps Invincible fans entertained while new Invincible content and episodes are created. Love, Thetis. I'm uh, Travis. Uh, Yeah, that's a a pretty... So... So just digging into that too, like in the comic, Amber just kind of like goes away a little bit. Like we, mm-hmm. she comes back for like a real quick segment, right? In 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 the comic, but beyond that, we never really see her. Um, again, we warned you at the start of this to right. be careful about spoilers. So there are spoilers. We never really see her change. after a certain. Yeah, so we never really see her after a certain point. So it makes perfect sense to kill her off. That's really I think, cool. I like it. I think, I think, I like I think it. it's I I think it's I fucking like it genius. I think it's fucking genius. It gives Mark a reason to to don a different suit if he's super sad about stuff. Um I I, I it 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 really like just finishes her story arc in a way that is that is if that were to happen that is more 
satisfying in a way, even depressing than the comic book. Because to your point, TJ, she just kind of, you know. But I, here's my thing, Bill. Off does, does Mark Grayson really need more reasons to be sad? No. Does, does, has, this, no. has this young man not been put through enough and, trauma? And, I feel like, yeah. I, and again, if they do that, I do think that is like a really clever idea and it could be done really well and very emotionally and like tie into like setting up his anxiety about things later on down the story too mm-hmm. that I think could be cool. I just don't want to because it makes me sad. <laughs> but, but I'm I, sure I, if they do I, it, I like, it'll be impressive. Man. I don't know. I don't want that for Amber. Here's Amber's okay. A- Amber's yeah. here's Agreed. here's here's the thing. If we get an episode where Amber and him are just like fucking amazing, like oh, the chemistry no. is then great. You know. It's just like wow, they're great. You know, you know that. Well, I was about to say they're like I will. The season one ended where it's like, oh, do I like Amber? Do I not? But she's been awesome. The like in these first couple episodes, like and no spoilers for episode I mean, four. But the way their interaction ends in this episode in episode three it's like like they're, they're, kind of makes me kind of makes me oh yeah. man it's gonna ah. happen fuck <laughs> all right who's up no. that's the one negative about doing the podcast is that we get all the the great like predictions and we get like why it's this wasn't even one of ours shit this was like, a fan always wrong no that's what i'm saying around you're blaming me again just because somebody no, else came up with the good we're gonna, theory we're, gonna bring we're, back to you. No, we're always gonna bring it back to you why you probably fucking emailed thetis and you're like hey man i have this really good hot take but i don't want bill to be mad at me anymore so will you email this <laughs> well in? you you it's your theory now it's not mine tj you're up <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, i have an email too all right this one comes from Johnny. He says, hey, guys, loving the new season. I became a fan after the first one aired uh, and immediately devoured the comic. Found your podcast in the last two weeks uh, after season two started. And it's been really fun going back to your coverage of the first season and hearing just how excited you guys are for the whole world to find out about and love Invincible. Keep it up. I had a fun idea for something that could happen. I won't call it a prediction because I don't think it's particularly likely. Uh, it's more of a, it could be cool if type of type of thing. Uh, you've talked a few times about how the roster of heroes needs to be filled out and a little bit on account of Amazon, not having the rights to Brit tech jacket spawn, etc. I was thinking about how there's been a much greater focus on Amber and how she has been shown uh, to be a much stronger character overall. It could be a cool, it could be cool if they gave her powers in some way would be a good, would be a good, sorry. It would be a good way to keep her around in the story and would fill out the roster of heroes we invested in. Uh, it would make certain events a lot more impactful if characters we've come to know are involved and could be better than creating random new characters uh, called like Anglo or Angry Dragon or whatever. What do you think? Would it be cool? Uh, do you think, do you have any absolutely crazy ideas that you think could be interesting directions for the show to go in, even if they're very unlikely? It's the sweet one. It's the sweet one. Johnny, a fellow sweet one. 
I need, I, I, need him, I need him and Thetis <laughs> to fight each other <laughs> to try and debate what's going to happen with Amber. Right. Either she's going to die later she's... this season, or she's going to become like <laughs> the new or like, both. superpower. Or both. <laughs> she becomes Powerplex, and then dies. right? She's Powerplex <laughs> and then dies. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know seeing her get powers. I, I think there needs to be human characters in the show to make it what it is. It's kind of like The Walking yeah. Dead with having, you know, it, it be about the humans. Um, so I could I see what you're saying and I see why. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if I could see them them going with that. That is an out there idea and prediction or theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I don't know. Do you guys have any absolutely crazy ideas? that you think could be interesting directions for the show to go in. So like maybe, um, maybe like some characters in the comic that, uh, that died like way too soon, maybe keep them alive for like a little bit longer so that we can enjoy uh, how, how cool they are. No, I think, would you want to take away that moment from Rex though, TJ? Would you want to take away? I feel like that's like the big moment that he has. I feel like you don't want to take that away. Yeah, there's something that here. like go ahead, Bill. No, no, I don't. No, want I'm not going to say. I mean, I think a relationship that is uh, much later in the series, I could see them going in a different direction and exploring something different with that. And it's a pretty uh, main character relationship that it would be interesting. And I'm not sure if if it it's going to be complicated. It's going to be complicated. Are you talking? Are you talking about what I predicted? I don't know. I don't know. But it's 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 not Mark. It's nothing to do with Mark, but another main character relationship that I'm not sure if they can. It'd be difficult to pull off, given what one of them have done. Um, But I don't know. Oh, yeah. We'll see. I could see that not happening. And I'd be curious to see where those stories would go without. Are you talking about like the most controversial part that happened in? Oh, yeah, that's going to be. Actually, I wasn't. That's going to be. Oh, I was. was There are there are. I would say at least two things that either of you you're guys right, could be talking right. about. There yeah, are there I, are two. I feel like we we said spoilers okay, at the beginning. Okay. So I feel like you guys should just um, say what. I mean, we're, we're going deep. We're going way later. We're going way later though in the series. So if you yeah, have not watched not even the whole huge. thing, the relationship that Omni Man is in for most of the later series, I'd be interested to see if they keep that. Um, because there have been times where I'm like, man, are they gonna are they gonna do that? Um, and I'd be curious to see what would happen if they didn't go that route and what that would mean for both of those characters. I know that's not completely different, but I don't know. And I was talking about something that I should not mention okay. on the podcast this early. Cause it's, it's way too Correct. spoilery. Yeah. I agree. Um, but there is something that happens. that's controversial. If, if uh, Johnny, this is from Johnny. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Johnny, if you're wondering, I, I think that might be something that would, that could vastly change, not because of, I think maybe out of necessity. I don't know how well that would land. Um, I don't know. In a show. I mean, as I mature know. as the show already is, I, I could, could see, see it, it happening. Even further maturing to where they could do something like outlandish yeah. like that, that like very controversial type stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they could pull it off. But otherwise, as far as any off the wall, crazy things that didn't happen in the books, not like, oh, what will they omit? Um, I don't know. I, that's a hard question because it's like, it's essentially saying like what, what else could happen that. Yeah. Uh, I, dinosaurs I, lives. 
and um <laughs> you and tj hero. are both and, just and, like and, my favorite guy who died i don't want him to die <laughs> <laughs> um bill you have an email from fletcher sure yeah i i had that one pulled up that's so weird that you, you said that uh good day gentlemen Mere minutes ago, I finished episode two of this season and am writing to express my severe disappointment with this episode. That's not where I thought it was going. Uh, I am one of the many people who got hooked on the comic after having seen all of season one. Maybe my favorite single issue of the run was 15 when Mark goes to Aquarius um, to marry Aquaria, goes to Atlantis to uh, marry Aquaria. Um, it was the issue that made me realize how just how great of a series Invincible was and had me shaking my head with the absurdity of it uh, in a good way. Having already seen the season one uh, episodes of the Sequids and Reanimen, I remember reading 15 and thinking, I really hope this gets its own episode in season two. However, I'm not a fan of the change they made in making it just about the fight. Uh, I get the point of the story that we're trying to tell, how Mark is trying everything in his power to differentiate himself from his dad, uh, plus plant the seeds of the future Mark versus Cecil conflict. Um, but in doing so, they took out what made the issue and story so great and bonkers in the first place, the absurdity of the marriage arrangement and how it eventually gets involved. This episode also felt like it was trying to shoehorn Mark's trauma with things related to Omni-Man, i.e. when Eve brings up Chicago after graduation, when Debbie mentions him in their conversation in the kitchen, etc. Uh, in ways that didn't feel entirely natural. Maybe I'll like this episode more on future watches, but I have to admit I'm very disappointed after having looked looking forward to this episode for so long. Though the mid-credit sequence was incredible, parking in front, plus Cecilia and Donna were a real treat. Thanks for letting me ramble and thanks for thanks for being the place where invincible fans of all stripes can gather. Love that one's for you, Bill. Fletcher. Um, you're not crazy. In fact, a lot of people, a lot of reviews from people who aren't fans of the comic, they they already don't, like, they complained about how the stories seemed too random. So I feel like if they did Atlantis just as random as everything else, it may have been, like, too over the top. But I get it. I completely respect that opinion and i don't think you're crazy for thinking that what do you guys think i think that if atlantis had been done like um i think the the closest analog would be like the mars episode or even titan i think that we would be it would be 15 seasons long uh, i think that it needed to be done and i think they needed to compact a few things and i think they wanted to get away and kind of you know buck uh expectations when it comes to oh yeah you have to marry her and i mean they were they were speeding things up without having him, you know, yeah. meeting Lethen, I think his name was, and the suitor and and yeah. uh, you know that whole thing. I think it could have been a little too drawn out. Um, I was happy with it. I enjoyed it. Um, but again, I wanted to include this email because that's your opinion, and everybody should be, you know, we want yeah. to be able to share everybody's oh, yeah, stance for sure. That's a, I mean, yeah. it's a strong opinion. I think I I, I understand that too. But uh, it's though it's those there are certain things that I don't want them to change from the comic that needs to be, it needs to hit the same way, but it's these types of things like in this particular scene that I didn't like resonate with where it's like, Oh, this is like my favorite scene in the whole comic or the whole comic series was like, yeah. I, and I, and I, I, that's why like, I can understand it. Like how some, some people, you know, yeah. might be upset with it, but um, 
there are certain things that I do want them to change because it makes the show interesting for me. I've already read the comic. Yeah. So I want, I want some differences. Um, so, yeah. so I liked it. Uh, plus it gave a little action um, to that episode uh, in tandem with all the other action that was going on in other scenes yeah. at the same time. So it like, like framed it really well too. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think Ryan, your point is well said that like, there is so much in Invincible and it is such a long story that if they were to do everything exactly the same way they did, it would like if they did a whole episode all on on Atlantis, we wouldn't have gotten all of the other little chess pieces moving forward like we talked about of the yeah. other stories. And we'd have to like wait for those stories to keep going. So it, it's tough because it is like you have to I think you have to try and go into to watching any kind of adaptation knowing that like even if you have favorite moments of something they you might not get to see them in exactly the same way as you saw them like even for me knowing that like there's stuff coming up later on in the story whether it's like conquest or whether it's stuff with oliver or whatever might happen that i like love those moments and hopefully those are like held in the same regard by everybody who's making the show and they want to hit those in the same way Mm -hmm. but they also may change them and and i'm open to that because like you said tj the comic is there and if i want to relive that moment i can i can go back to it too that's right but yeah it's rough and it is it is completely subjective and your opinion absolutely matters because if if issue 15 were my favorite thing in the whole wide world and they changed it as much as they did i would be equally as pissed like if they changed something that i never want to see different like anything with dinosaurus if they if they changed anything or if dinosaurus wasn't even in the fucking show i would flip out i would be really really angry i would probably understand why he had to be cut <laughs> from it but i would still be yep. mad so be mad man it's that's it's cool. it's your right. right and it's it's totally get it so i would definitely understand so um the three of us have doodles attached to our email so bill can you go again yeah i have one more so Holy moly. Who says holy moly? Who says holy moly? That's if anybody movie. knows what that quote is from, good on you. Good on you. Simon Pegg is in it, but he's not the one who says it. Oh, no, wait, he is. He's no, the one who says that quote. He says holy moly, and then David Schwimmer says, who says holy moly? Mm. No, Simon Pegg says No, you're right. It's who says, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, holy moly. He's <laughs> into the gift that just keeps giving. Uh, this latest episode might be my favorite yet. Oh, that was smart to put these back to back. Uh, it adds so much depth to the story. Do I dare say that the show might be better than the? <laughs> these guys are gonna war, bro. They're gonna go to war. We've got a Why lot of emails that are gonna fight each other. I like this. <laughs> and we did these out of order. We we were randomly picking these emails somewhat. Oh man. Uh, but I mean, it's not that. It's not crazy that with an additional 20 years of experience at the team of talented writers that Kirkman could improve on what was already a masterpiece, but I do have a concern. At the pace we're going, it seems that we will get Thraxa soon, but do you think that means we also get Omnipotus? Uh, I wonder if events like that uh, and eventually the superheroes... Oh, sorry. Eventually the Invisible War will carry the same weight without the larger cast of image superheroes the comic draws from uh we've been introduced to a lot of villains in the show but far fewer heroes and without heavyweight spin-off characters like brit tech jacket etc will those plot lines be as impactful with just the guardians of the globe what do you all think all the best Murad? no i don't think that i i i think it will because of this 
maybe like if we don't get a spinoff of tech jacket if we never get that he's gonna be a character in invincible i don't i don't believe that like they're just like not gonna use him in either if they don't hold on if they don't if they don't do a spinoff of him why wouldn't they put him in invincible i can understand not putting him invincible same reason as science dog why why not science dog ryan i think because it's it's yeah. IPs. It's it's a different property, mm-hmm. right? And the reason why they they haven't done that is because they might do other things with that character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if they're not going to do other things with that character, why not put him in Invincible? Here's what you should do: you should go in expecting to not see any of these characters. Just just assume we're not ever going to see them, and that the creators of the show and the writers haven't have done an amazing job as they have so far, weaving everything together to make it really really great. If you see, guys, in this episode, we see, I mean, if you're watching, then we see a Galdarian. Yeah. And, like, the 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 sheer excitement that I had <laughs> of the potential to yeah. see Tech Jacket, like, is great. But I'm also, like, I'm going in, much like uh, Fletcher, where I'm just going to expect to not be disappointed, but to just yeah. understand that these things won't be in the show. And if they are, I'll be super yeah. excited. I think, um, like, so you say Omnipotus as one example. Omnipotus was, uh, like, Adam Eve, the, you know, Rexplode, Duplicate, it was the Guardians, but then there was also Brit and Tech Jacket, right? But then there was also, like, mm-hmm. a dozen of the random Capes characters, right? Yeah. So you have two characters, the Guardians, and then a bunch of filler. Take those two characters out, yeah. you have the Guardians and a bunch of filler, who we know that exist in this universe. Look at episode three from season one or whatever, when it's the tryouts. You get a bunch of those guys in there, and then you have the Guardians in there. Yeah, you're missing Brit and Tech Jacket, which at the time of Omnipotus, when you read that, there's a good chance you didn't know who either of them were, because they were the spinoffs that that was their first appearance. I'm pretty sure that was their first appearance in Invincible anyways. So again, it's not. I don't think it's that huge of a deal i know that when it comes to uh later stuff and invincible war and everything when you get into other image comics and everything but i think it's going to be a little bit smaller and i think that it'll be fine bill i don't take percentage what percentage would you put fucker that we see tech jacket in invincible and related to invincible i think it is probably among the highest of the spinoffs at like maybe 50 percent the fact That's that we got the highest, yeah. the fact that we got, yeah, I would put it there too. The fact that we saw Galdarian is the only reason chance you're we see him out of your mind. I was gonna say, I'm if saving we, this episode. I was gonna say, I am if on we, the website. If, if, if they can only do one, if they can only do one, like let's say it is a complicated process. There's rights involved. There's all this stuff. If they can only do one, I would want it to be Tech Jacket. So I, Tech I Jacket, hope that absolutely yes yeah. yeah because it makes the most sense he for has the story the most, yeah yeah exactly, exactly. we, we he want has the most longevity Wolfman he, but we need no, Tech Jacket Wolfman. no nope. we need Wolfman we need right. Wolfman I have I have a wait I have one Go. hot take based on this email what if we get one episode that is solely dedicated to introducing all these new heroes okay. and omnipotence so is cool. like the next. That'd be so bro. Cool. Seriously, what if it's like, oh, all these other heroes exist? It's not just the Guardians. Like almost like the beginning fucking... of it. And if 50? we see, or wait, at that point, I think it was forty nine, when you get to see yeah. everybody and what happens to them. Oh. What if that was? What if that was like a an Adam Eve special episode? They do a special episode introducing like a lot of oh, the, the more universe. Cool. I don't think it'll be yeah. its its own spinoff thing. I think that it will actually be like one of these episodes 
that would be fucking cool. That would be, I would be shocked if they yeah. did that. All right, yeah. I've got one from Luis Cortez. Hi, Invincible Podcast. I really enjoyed episode 202 of the animated show. I like how this episode felt more like the comics, having multiple storylines occurring at the same time. I'm intrigued by Eve's storyline and look forward to seeing where it goes. I also had fun watching Shapesmith. The show really brings out his personality from the comics to life. I could see him becoming a fan favorite this season. Thanks for adding the doodle section. It helped me rediscover the fun of drawing silly fan art. I attached my doodle for this episode. I look forward to seeing it in the podcast. I'll try to do one for each episode going forward. So you guys, if you want to click on the first blurry image I sent you guys, this is Luis Cortez. Oh my gosh. So good. Wow. Isn't that awesome? That's awesome. That is like, that's that's like a Disney character. Like that looks like he could be next to Rapunzel. Like it's so good. That's really good. Uh, Shapesmith is incredible. Uh, I mean, you were you talking, Bill? Look like you're, you yeah, muted? you're muted. Sorry, I was, my dog was going crazy. It's okay. Go ahead. Um, Shapesmith is so good in episode two, and then as you just saw oh in God. episode three, like we we talk about it more, oh, which we're chums. about to get to uh to our takes out of, but like oh so good. Who are you? Like are we're gonna you, talk bro? about it. We're gonna talk about That's it. So good. Uh, All right, uh, but yeah. So good. Uh, I have to use the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. No, sorry. You have a question? No, you go. Wyatt, let's get your email. Yes. So I have one from Chris. Uh, He says, hey, guys, another stellar episode. I was so stoked when the pieces fell, revealing the black and blue. May have yelled a bit in excitement, but that's neither here nor there. The The imagery in the show is really just top notch. At first, I thought the constantly opening door might be revealed to be Damien Darkblood, like he was trying to send a message to Debbie and Mark about opening a door, wink, wink. But I love the real meaning. It just seems everywhere Mark and Debbie go, they're confronted by their past. Plus, Mark's already internal fear of becoming his father is just exacerbated by everyone else externally. Uh, The way everyone walks on eggshells around him about Chicago and what his dad did only increases the pressure on him. In any case, so glad to be in the Invincible era. Loved the Mortal Kombat 1 stream and can't wait for more. Uh, Below you will find my doodle. I tried to go for simple this time by just drawing the aforementioned scene, hoping I could at least make that look good, but somehow it still looks like a kindergartner. I even tried adding collarbones, but I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) Stay awesome, guys. Love Because we talked about your stupid (laughs) collarbones and how good you were at it. So this is the third image I sent you guys. Wow. Nice. I like it. It that's very good. He's wearing the uh the mask, right? Yeah. No, that's oh yeah, that... the little breathing mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. You're not your, that's super you're not good. your father, Mark. Nailed the costume, Chris. Oh, okay. great job. Yeah. <laughs> Collarbones. <laughs> All right. <laughs> TJ, you're up with your Did I miss a doodle? You did. It's the third the one. The third one that right. Third one? Yeah. He tried to put collarbones collarbones on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. And then TJ, you've got our final email and doodle. Okay, let me find it. Um, it is okay. It is from our friend Giorgio, yep. and he says, "Hey guys, I'm a longtime listener and a huge fan of what you guys do. The best days at work." are when a new episode drops and I can listen to it while I drive. I'm an overnight Amazon truck driver, ironically, LOL. 
Uh, after listening to the last few episodes, uh, um, the last few episodes fan questions, I finally decided to throw my hat in the ring. What has been one way Invincible has bled into your personal life outside of the books, show, and your amazing podcast? For me, it happened when I got married in January and my best man, my older brother, said the speech Nolan gave to Mark about being Invincible in the pilot. Totally unexpected, and I was crying my eyes out. That's oh, fucking amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, Nothing beats as, that answer. As, <laughs> all, as, as always, keep up the great work, and here's my doodles. Uh, not the best, but it was fun, Giorgio. So let's look at that This first. is the second doodle I sent you guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Right? Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> that's wow. awesome. Isn't that great? That's so good. Oh, my good. gosh. That's so amazing. That is so, <laughs> dude thank you so much oh i love the time that people put into right. these too like that's so cool that's yep. really good i know amazing <laughs> bill is dinosaurus is just the best that's it's amazing so, good. <laughs> so, so tj's rex right yeah bill's dinosaurus <laughs> i think i'm invincible i don't know who you are wyatt I don't know either. I'm gonna have to oh, look closer. I love that. I love that. That's so good. Oh my gosh. That's this hilarious. Is so good. Thank you so much, dude. That's so sick. I'm gonna print I that, that and I know, keep right? it in um, the room. I know. You guys, whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at look at the background. Are those all issues of uh invisible? yes? Look, look at, at all the comics he has stacked up. That's an issue one. Oh wow. That's amazing. I know. Nice little, nice little, yeah, little Easter egg. Yeah, put in there. little subtle, subtle brag there about yeah. how many comics he has. Yeah, I know. So, All right. What, would so you, what, what, what do you guys what has think? Been, what has been one way Invincible has bled I into mean, your personal life? I mean, my son's name is Grayson because yes. of Invincible. So I feel like I guess that's probably the biggest way that it has. I, I yeah, yeah, and that's and that's a big um, one. <laughs> so I have I have two I can mention. First of all. I'd probably have a little more money than I do now because I spend a lot of Invincible uh, merch and original mm-hmm. art and posters and oh, so much. Um, but also something that Invincible and the podcast has led us to is like new friends. Um, first of all, being Wyatt. We met Wyatt because of the podcast. Yeah. And I mean, I will say, like you said, outside of the podcast, but we're all friends with Wyatt outside of the podcast. So true. Mm-hmm. We also had made another really good friend that that lives locally. Um, uh, really good friends with a guy named Mike that that we met uh, that reached out to us for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Who ended up being local. We've met so many people over the years. Um, it's hard to say things other you know, than like not through the podcast though, because it has become yeah. so big and uh, because Invincible has gotten bigger. I mean, it, it is crazy anytime like a friend or somebody an acquaintance wants to read it or asks oh have you heard about this thing and we get to have that opportunity it's like well yeah i kind of I, I know about that thing the the, yeah. the only thing that i could think of uh was um uh for um my wife and i's honeymoon we went to france and got to go to paris and then for our one year anniversary katie got me which is paper by the way the traditional gift is paper katie got me uh, a page the first page from issue 54 which is mark and eve uh uh in paris so it was original art of that that scene of them in paris and katie doesn't watch the show she doesn't read the comic she doesn't listen to the podcast tj helped 
but that, so that is not really, it's of course related because of what I've done with the podcast, but that was something that bled into my life in an important way. And that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, so my high school, uh, what do they call them? When you're voted most likely to whatever. Oh, oh Lord. Superlatives. Superlative. You. There you go. So oh, so glad I got it before you, Ryan. <laughs> you're mad, aren't no, you? I'm glad. Aren't you mad? So the, the high school superlative, I was voted most likely to become famous. And <laughs> here you I, are. <laughs> here you are. I, here I am. And I really feel like that has happened, at least for me. Like, I feel like I have achieved so much. But you and Ryan went to the same high school. And, and, well, well, I'm a little more famous. It's true. I'm a little little more famous, I think, maybe. Maybe just in my own mind. But I think the big thing that where I was stepping into was the fact that we're in a comic book and and the fact that we're characters in a Eisner Award uh, nominee for best uh, new, new comic. I mean, in Radiant we're Black. Well, yeah, in Radiant Black. So we're reoccurring characters as ourselves in that. And that was like the the I, I can hang my hat yeah, right? on that. You know what I mean? I, I can say if, if I don't do anything else with my life, I can hang my hat and say that happened because of Invincible. Yeah. Obviously, you know, Kyle Higgins found the podcast and we became really good friends. Um, yeah, but dude. it all just snowballed Crazy. from that. So Crazy. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I know it, it is it's hard, a good thing. it's hard to not separate things from the podcast because I feel like Invincible and the podcast are so tied together so now. Of, exactly. Of, yeah, there's so many so many amazing things that have come from just loving yeah. this comic and getting to celebrate it with you guys and then with all of the other fans who listen and and check it out and That's right. Great. And now we get to talk about I'm going to say it and I say it in a couple seconds, my favorite episode of Invincible. My god, guys, episode 3. Ah, so this is it, right? We're going to our breakdown. This is it. This we're is it. we're going to it. TJ doesn't seem happy that this is your favorite episode. I don't know what that that look was. We can about. talk about it next week. But no, I I, in, in I get it. We we will recap. talk about it. No, uh, I, yeah. one thing I do want to talk about is we've got uh, Thanksgiving next week. Um, I know this is a little bit of a time capsule thing that won't matter for for many people in the future. But uh, if you want to get your emails in for your thoughts on episode three, you should have them in by next Tuesday. Please have them in by then because we're going to record a little bit earlier next week than we will be um, normally. So get those emails in. I want to hear your thoughts on this episode. This massive and doodles. Episode, and your doodles. And your doodles. By Tuesday. Uh, yes, by Tuesday night. Uh, and then that's it. Keep an eye out for our live streams uh, or, or any videos, whether we're playing Fortnite, whether we're playing, uh, you know, playing the Adam Eve game. Um, and then we'll be back for episode four. Yeah. And for the love of God. Go to the invinciblepodcast.com <laughs> and see what kind of special presence Ryan has. The fun videos. videos. Yeah. Bill knows. It's so great. Bill is going to be the first one to tell you. <laughs> Number one fan. Number all right. Fan all right. Bill from the past, take it away. Here we go. And here we are with our episode three recap. The episode title is. This missive, this machination, which we were trying to figure out what the title meant and where it came from in the comic. And Ryan was even before looking, watching it. Yeah. Looking through the comic like, do you think this is it? Do you think this is it? And then after we were done, he looked at the title of the issue 
and it was this missive of course machination it's just that that bold text that's just like kind of in the background like you know and it was like oh dog yeah. it's a part yeah. of the background exactly. so you like yeah. don't even look at it yeah. oh yeah. man this episode guys this episode so this this one's coming in at 46 minutes 46 minutes and 13 seconds and i cannot believe that they were able to jam pack as much story into this as they did so mm-hmm. let's get our quick recaps out of the way or thoughts. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. I feel like I, I could be pretty quick because I'll have more to say when we do the actual full breakdown. I've watched this, both watch it and in the background, at least six times in the last two days. This is the best episode of Invincible, in my opinion. Um, of Invincible, every, even season, season one. one and two. This blew me away and it got better with every watch. Um, everything from like the voice work, everyone included, you know, new people in this episode and current cast, the emotional beats, the comedic beats, the way they adapted this story from the comic to this, every scene means something more than what is actually being told. The foreshadowing, not only for this episode, but for the, you know, future stuff coming Uh, like this episode blew me away. I absolutely loved it. it is. It's my favorite. Uh, I'll I'll echo what Ryan said. I I've been going back and forth in my head on do I think this is the best episode of the the TV series so far. I I definitely think it is my favorite episode of this season out of the three that we've watched so far. I think that it's the 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 best one or my favorite one. I'll say because yeah, it was for as much as last week we said that episode two was just packed with yeah. so much stuff. This one, even more so. And I feel like there were so many things, even though that they were things from the comic that I was surprised by in this episode that like had me either laughing because of how funny it was and how unexpected it was, or just like shocked that what is happening is actually happening. And I just, I loved every minute of it. And it is the like the perfect tee up to our mid-season finale for the next episode. Like I'm, I'm I could not be more excited for the next episode. Mm-hmm. TJ? Uh, I thought that, you know, echoing what you guys said, um, the thing that I think really stood out uh, of this episode for me or really for us is that we've been doing this podcast for seven plus years and it surprised us. Like, like it, it tricked us. Like all of us were like, oh, this is about to happen. And it, it went in a completely different direction. We're like, holy shit. Like all of us, like when we watched it together, we're just like freaking out. Um, yeah, it, it, it was a, it was, it was a surprise. There were really, really funny moments mm-hmm. going back and rewatching it. I'm like, Oh, I forgot this happened this episode. I forgot yeah. this was this episode. It was like, there was, it was packed. It, there was a lot, a lot to it. And after the previous episode, uh, episode two, which was packed with all these different storylines and new characters and all these different, like, um, tie in pieces from the comic. Um, this just exceeded that. It was just amazing yeah it's interesting like you're saying that the tj real quick just like episode two having so many different things it was just kind of like almost like a medley or just like this cool collection of all these different stuff whereas this one felt a little bit tighter to me where it was like all these storylines are things that are progression like things that we already know some of that um and moving it further whereas like episode two was like, here's a bunch of new stuff, new introductions to people, new storylines being added and everything. Whereas this one was like, all right, now here's moving things forward 
much quicker than you might have even anticipated. Yeah, yeah. So. Episode two was very, um, almost montagey. Yeah, thank you. That's like, the word I was looking right? for. Yeah, like yeah. like mm-hmm. montages of story, um, yeah. which is which happens in the comic and a it's lot. Super fun. Yeah, and and then this one mm-hmm. is like all these threads expanding. So TJ, I mean, to everybody's point, it had so much in it. It was jam packed, and it had so much actual comic book lore in it. But oh it also God. had time somehow to expound on it and add yeah. things to it. Like you, mm-hmm. you get you get Rudy and Amanda going on their date and then there's more to it. Like there's Debbie and, I, and there's more to it. Like it's just insane that they're able to do so much in less than 46 minutes. Insane. It's fucking mind blown. And I'll yeah. say again, blown. like the funny moments really hit. There are really good funny moments in this. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And they and they start soon. So. Let's, oh, yeah. let's get in it. Let's and and if and if you're curious as to why I'm looking up and over it, because I have a wall of notes. Um, Bill of notes. prepared. Bill prepared. Yeah. He has several notes on the wall. We'll see, Everyone, we'll see how well I prepared at home. So so it starts oddly enough with a time jump, right? Because oh, last yeah, yeah, last episode we got where they were talking about summer break. They had or just that, graduated. Yeah, and now they're in college. So yeah. Um, couple months it's, it's at least two, two three months maybe yep. at, at the most um so it's mark and debbie she's dropping them off to college and it's the empty nest syndrome and she's she's sad about it and uh she pulls out the card that we saw the sos card and she yes i'm just want to point out she's talking to mark about how you know she's going to miss him he's leaving He'll be home this weekend. He'll be home Sunday for dinner. You know, she just she's trying not to cry because he's leaving. And, you know, the whole empty nesting that you're saying, mm-hmm. this is the last time she sees him for a very long time. And I then, mean, re- and then rewatch say, that scene. You could say the same thing. Like he just went to college and you don't you, he wouldn't if he was a normal no. college student, you wouldn't have seen his. his no, mom I know. But I think there's often. I think oh, that right. was intentional because then later you yeah. find out like she's wanting to text him she's texting him he's not responding he goes right. oh amber can you tell my mom like mark is not talking to his mom mm-hmm. and then he's gone for a long time i i thought about that part and that's at the end and my mom would be so mad at me if i acted right? like that so mad at me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the viltrumite in mark it's but not again just, like you know but but add that on top <laughs> of her reaction to him going away to college like there's right. so much there even with that little you know, interaction they have in the beginning. Right. Yeah. So we, we get, so Debbie calls SOS and it's, it sounds someone answers the phone and it's kind of jumbled and, and no last names, that kind of stuff. Do you guys know who, who voice acted Carol? I that woman who we actually, actually, I didn't look Leah Thompson. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Back to the future. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's really cool. It was, it's that's so really awesome. Fun. Listen to it again. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, that's Dennis oh, the Menace's mom. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so so we get Mark and William uh, in the room. Mark hangs up one single poster and it's Seance Dog. <laughs> and William is like, This is this is a joke, right? Like we're supposed to be in college and, and we and we want game. And Mark makes a joke and says, you know, you're gonna look so much better than me, pretty much. And it it does a little like pan of William's side of the yeah. room and there's like a throw rug down yeah. there's lights around there's a big W and and there's a poster do you guys know what the poster is do you remember what it is 
It was like a Lady it's, Gaga reference, right? No, it's Lady Yaya. Lady Yaya. Something like that. <laughs> he has a yeah. Magnum yeah. PI. Oh, that too. Yes. He has that Magnum one too. Magnum PI right. poster on the wall. <laughs> Completely random. I did like the comedic bit of uh, Mark asking if the poster was crooked and they both moved their heads. Yeah, moved yeah, their heads yeah, over. Same angle. Yeah. And the poster is in fact crooked. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. There's like that. This episode just seemed like it was kind of set apart from the rest with like, those type of movie moments and mm-hmm. like even the animation looked really 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 good um yep. so william talks about the sock explanation My and God. yeah so and the sock never moves it just stays on the door which is pretty funny it comes it, back especially if watching it you know after watching it for the first time he very clearly just leaves it on the door yeah like he yeah, never takes yeah. it off. So yeah. it's, it's even mm-hmm. when Mark went back and was like, Oh my god, he's I'm like, that looks like it's still just there from before. Yeah. But yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so someone comes up and and it's and it's a bunch of students and they're like, Oh, who whose toys are these? And it's Mark's collectibles mm-hmm. and Sans Dog is right on the top. And he's gonna bring it in the room, but then he goes out sadly to the dumpster and chucks it all out. Because he looks down the hall and he sees a bunch of like grown people like they're all in college yeah. and none of them have toys and everything at this moment i turned to ryan and i said because when he threw it out seance dog was and was on top of the the garbage and i was like they're not they're not like setting this up already are they and like ryan and i both were like no no they're just building that yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, yeah like, yeah like reminding yeah. the viewer hey science dog is this character to him and he means a lot to him so it's like yeah that's great that they're seance, building it this seance dog seance dog yeah it's great mm-hmm. that they're building it this early yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i mean we we went a long time without seeing mark's nerdiness like we saw it in the first episode and then like maybe the second episode when he's cleaning up his room and stuff like that but yeah this was like a reminder, like, hey, he likes comics, he likes toys. So again, unlike where I feel like, you know, maybe scenes in season one or, or, or so where there's great, you know, moments here and here, here and there with this episode. So you get Mark and William in this scene and we get, you know, the reference to Seance Dog, important. The reference to the sock on the door, which leads into the next scene, which mm-hmm. leads into mark talking to william about um uh uh why can't i think of his name rick rick, rick. thank you so like rick. even yeah. the littlest things <clears throat> all connect in this episode in such yeah. a great way that the writing in this episode like is yeah. just so good sorry yeah. no 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 absolutely so they talk about the sock on the door. Oh, Mark goes back after throwing out his toy and the sock is on the door. And he's like, and then it's who has Mark sex on saying, the first day of who college? has sex on the first day of college? And he's in Amber's room talking to her. And she, like, I'm intimidated. Bro, this was that. like. I would, I, would, I would be like, whoa, am I, am I yeah. ready to have sex? Like, if yeah. it was just like, weekend right now, why not? Like, my roommate's not coming back until tomorrow. Or my, my roommate doesn't come in until tomorrow or the next day. And then she even has condoms ready to go. We yeah, are. This was like. We are all sitting creepy. very close together on the couch so that we're in the uh, laptop so that we can talk to Wyatt while it's happening. Yeah. So moment. we are like watching this and it just mm-hmm. kept going. And we were like, holy shit. Like- so as you guys know, I very excitedly watch Invincible with my children. Oh. And I had to. TJ, TJ, you were there for this part. Yeah. And I was just like, la, la, sex noises. Don't listen to what's going on in the background because they were like doing it. But I mean, you guys get like so, some of the funniest shit right now where yeah. she's like Amber's 
legitimately scared. Like I would be frightened. She's like, wait, do you have like super sperm? Mark's reaction. <laughs> and, and, and Mark. And, oh my God. Says, no, it's normal. At least I, I think I it's think, normal. <laughs> yeah. Not like, that I would, I mean. Not that, yeah. Like, oh. he's like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> so good. whoops, that was a tell. Um, and then even she, the moment too, when she says like, you're not going to crush me, are you? Like, I've seen what you can do. And you see him blush. Like, there's no change yeah. in the actual, like, drawn animation, just the color. It's so good. And I also it's like so how fun. he's like, no, that's not something I would do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I can choose how, like, like, yeah. but it's like, nah, just to be safe. You if know. I were to be having sex with a super person for the first time, and it was their first time having sex, mm-hmm. I would be worried that they would get too excited yeah. and accidentally crush yeah. my pelvis. Like, I would be. So yep. Amber smartly says, let me be on top. And then and then we get our first song, Headaches, by Ravina mm-hmm. playing in the background. Uh just short, little love making, love making, modern love making music. And so Yeah. If you guys are in the mood, put on Headaches by Ravina and uh <laughs> try not to have super sperm. So then the narration happens, which happens narration. in the comic book. Narration. And it's actually Paul F. Tompkins. Now, you guys probably know him. You've probably seen him. He does. He's a he's a comedian. He's got a gap in his teeth. I know him from playing Mr. Peanut Butter from BoJack Horseman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which you guys should mm-hmm. definitely check out. As and... soon as the narration started, we all knew what was coming. <laughs> we all knew this was yeah. happening. It's, it got so yeah. excited. Yep. We... And it's so funny, too, because I feel like that looking back now that does feel like such a like sort of iconic part of the comic and i never once was like "Ooh, i hope we get that like i bet we're gonna get mm-hmm. that like narration of jumping away <clears throat> to avoid the sex scenes type of thing mm-hmm. and it, it, as soon as it happened i was just like of course this yeah and this is like this... it's such a smart move so and it cool. sets this episode apart and makes it yeah. The best episode, Ryan. I would almost agree with you because it has. So... By the end of this, you will agree. I'm Bro, telling you, like, this is. <laughs> but like people loved season one, but this right here is the first time that they're going to understand what makes Invincible well, so that's special the thing. because it's not I afraid mean, to do things like this. And not just that, like episode eight, like the finale of season one, is absolutely incredible. But it is very singular, and it's incredible because of that. It is a very mm-hmm. personal, and the entire thing is this one confrontation and how it plays out and what is being said and what is happening, which is incredible. It is amazing. This brings us the scope of Invincible and does it in such an amazing way where everything is tied together and the, you know, between the performances and everything, like we, like I said before, like, yeah, this is Invincible. So this is, was almost kind of jarring. So the narrator is talking about, let's set our gaze to the stars to Unopa and the the animation here is just like stills um mm-hmm. which which lasted i think maybe five minutes too long for me like i was like is are they gonna do the entire story like like this um yeah. but it but it but anyways i agree I, I no no i agree like and it is kind of jarring when that happens and it's like oh it's not it's not the fully animated thing and mm-hmm. i think i've come around on it since the first viewing of it because i was like oh no this is just like you know when nolan tells the story of where he really comes from that's not that's like this you know anytime they do anytime they tell stories it's in this kind of like still frame thing and i know i'm sure it's for budget reasons and everything but like because they're keeping that consistency of like okay we're telling a story it's almost like a flashback that you're getting in images Mm -hmm. and tj even said like oh it almost feels kind of like disney-ish like almost like 
or Disney World. Like it, you're you're getting like this brief narration of different things set to images. Um, yeah, and I think it, it it worked fine for me. But yeah, I I, I agree. Yeah. It could be jarring. So uh, the narrator explains that the Unopens, um, the 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 Unopens who were killed first didn't even know who who their conquerors were, and the Viltrumites conquered Unopa in a few days. Um, and due to the Unopens' unfaltering uh, patience, they waited decades. I don't know if you caught that, Ryan, in, no. in your six watches, but they, like decades went by before they constructed all those guns, those lasers. So. Mm-hmm. They had an underground, apparently, 10 years, around 10 years later, they tried to uprise against the, the Viltrumites, and they just decimated them again. Um, and a few surviving Unopens went off into space and started their breeding camps. And it was brutal um, what they were showing, too, just like oh, ripping yeah. other Unopens Ripping them in apart. half and stuff like that. Yeah. Nuts. For being yeah. still images, it was still very graphic and, and gory. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, the Unopens go off and start their breeding camps, and... and in secret or as part of the breeding camps, they also tried to create uh, super soldiers that would be able to fight the Viltrum empire. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guys, what was the funniest one? What was the funniest test the, to the funniest, the funniest bit is how they're like, Oh, they were some of them just very unsuccessful. Like they're these grotesque monsters. Which one, and then it Which one, one was... with two eyes. So the two eyes like, one was good. Oh, clearly that they just messed up so bad. Cause it's got two eyes instead yeah. of one. My favorite mess like... up was the one with like hundreds of little baby legs. Legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one was, funny. yeah, it was very funny. Um, so they, because of what they were doing, um, the coalition caught wind mm-hmm. and asked that they join the um, coalition of planets on Telescria. And this is where we get our first introduction to Thetis and we get uh, him voiced by Peter Cullen. And oh, it yeah. is perfect. Exciting. It really is perfect. It is. It's so good. Yeah. So commanding. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see here in my notes. There we are. Um, so, Oh, so we get, um, I love the the taking down of the notes too, and yeah. like, all right, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we get a a little still montage of Alan, um, and he's fighting in VR. And if you oh, look yeah. in the background, there's there's a very infamous episode of the Invincible podcast where the the spoiler alert, one of the people on Telescaria, one of the women, she's this lizard lady, and we always like, oh, like she talks like this, ah, and Alan is fighting one of those really people in the background yeah nice. yeah it's alan's nice. like this in the two does kind of look like her in vr it's it's one I, of them i think it's it one is. of the races I think it is. yeah yeah that's cool yep. nice um so it's it's alan goes out still can't fight can't defeat viltrumites um and this is where he takes on the title of um the planetary like uh, evaluation Champion officer. evaluation officer. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the whole point of him doing this is not to find ensure that these planets have people that can defeat him it's it's he's trying to find allies that can defeat um viltrumites and that's the whole point and then thank goodness the actual animation starts and it's alan flying and uh oh my god guys the narrator says to change the entire universe you have to be and then we get the title card of the episode alan (laughs) alan sprayed the alien the alien yeah. fantastic so to, to what is i mean other than the radiohead 
one. This is the best needle drop so yeah. far. So it this pumps yeah. you up. It's so exciting. You get the title card with the blood splatter, and yeah. then it's him flying through the the uh, the atmosphere into Telescria, and it's just like hell yeah! It feels so yeah. good. And I'll it's say this: feel yeah. good moment. I'll say this now too. I'm glad that we never got the invincible screen like later on. It was just it, yeah. it stayed the alien alien the alien. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this I was, was an Alan episode, right. and all that was just a post credit scene. Yep. Well, and, and when we had speculated that they could do a full episode just on Alan, I remember feeling a little like, oh, but I don't want to miss all of the other like storylines that I yeah. want to progress more. Yeah. In this moment, when they did that title card, I was 100% Same. in. I was like, yeah. give me a whole episode yeah. of just Alan because I'm in. It gets you so hyped, yeah. and it's such a good mix of the action and the humor, like, perfectly sells you on, like, let's go for this and ride. Seth Rogen just killed it like yeah, he yeah. he showed so many like i feel like he was a little more alan this season than 100 rogan yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he was a little bit more reserved there wasn't a lot of that like over the top like how, well and he how... had they gave him more to do in this other than just kind of be a little silly and make jokes yeah. like his scenes in season one most of them are meant to do like set up the Urath stuff you know what i mean like all of those scenes are more comedic whereas this one he gets a little bit more to do besides that so i think you're right we do see more alan and less seth rogan right yeah. exactly um so he lands he talks to the 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 i don't know technician people that have like the tube in their head um Who and he gives them are he gives revealed them... in the comics much later than this so that was yeah. a really cool surprise that it was like oh it's those guys yeah so and they're I just think... like where's the data log and he gives them the data log of everything that he found on earth um about mark about um nolan and all that good stuff go ahead tj i i just think that we're gonna get a lot up more of that as we get deeper and deeper into yeah. the series where it's like you know, the way Robert Kirkman, I imagine wrote it is like, you get to a certain point and you're like, Oh, I'm going to make all that stuff that like from a long time ago about this. But now yeah. that we know that it's about that, we can, they can set that up so much earlier now. Right. I think we're going to, I think we're going to yeah. get a lot more of yeah, that. It's, it's, yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. And I, I think I didn't say the name of the song. So the name of the song is when you want me by Spielberg. And it's S P E E L B U R G. And it's very, it's a very good song. I feel Spielberg. like we have gotten less music, you know, in the first three episodes than we did compared to the first three episodes of the first yeah. season. This but episode still, has more songs in it. Yeah, there, there's more. There's definitely, I think, yeah. the most in, in this episode, but they still like hit. They're still so good. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Radiohead and this one are the yeah. two that really do it. The other ones are still good, but like. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we had this Alan moment. There's a song yeah. in this episode that's coming up yeah. that I think is actually the best one. Me too. And yeah. and it is not a licensed song. So right. um so Alan walks through the halls of this building, the coalition, um, and he is introduced to General Telia, is how he pronounces it. T- Telia. Telia. Yeah, Telia. Um she tells him that uh, one of their newest allies, the planet, was just hit by Viltrumites um, and destroyed, which is super weird because they were just added to the coalition. Um, Alan goes into the council, and let's see who wants to talk about the races that oh we've got. So well, I'm just going to flat out say everyone up there are character designs from this scene in the comic mm-hmm. yeah. you've got the yeah. you've got the, the 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 battle beast race um <laughs> you've got the other there's two other races that are really interesting designs mm-hmm. that are from the comic and then there's a fourth race up there bill arguably the most important one 
That Go is there. What is it? It's a fucking Galdarian, guys. Um, so tech jacket. So Galdarians are the creators of the tech jacket. Tech jacket is a character Zach um, in the Invincible Universe uh, comic that I think I believe Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong, came out before Invincible did, didn't it? Did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was it, the first it, one because the preview is in the back of issue one. Yep. Right. So the fact that Galdarians are in this means that Tech Jacket is going to be in it. And that's our technology. I, I Come on. It, Tech Jacket will be in it, but I don't know if that's what that means, though. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think it's I possible think that they, they, will they be in threw it. the character in there, but they don't have the rights to Tech Jacket. It is possible. Right. I know that they're connected, but yeah, yeah. they could draw that alien, but they don't have the rights mm-hmm. to Tech Jacket. You know, there might be something like that, but it does bode well. There's yeah. a step in the right direction. It bodes very jacket. well. It I, bodes very I, well. I don't think that it means that he's going to be anytime soon. I think it's going to be way down the line. And because I, we, we say that. Some of we the best parts of Alan in the comics are Alan and Tech Jacket later in the series. So man. Alan and Zach have the fucking greatest friendship yeah. that has ever been around. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it. We get Tech Jacket next season. I'm going to oh. say season three, we get Tech Jacket. We have to, guys. We have yeah. to, which makes me okay. feel like we may even get him this season as an introduction because him being in the next season during all the stuff that we know that's coming probably it, it, if we get him this season, it's going to be the way that we got Conquest in season one. Mm-hmm. It'll be like a panning shot where you'll see him there, mm-hmm. but we're not going to get like, I, I don't think they've, they have, well, I mean, if they've done season three, they've cast True. him, yeah. but I don't think we're going to get him in like a speaking role. I think that it would be as quick as mm-hmm. Russ Livingston on the shuttle and you're like, his little marching mm-hmm. thing moves. Yeah. Like it would be like Zach in school, you know what I mean? And he, go, and he goes, his shirt's open and he's got like the tech jacket underneath and people are like, what's that? Like hmm. the little Easter egg. I of, just like, want Donald. I just want side movies. Just make side movies and like put, yeah. put, well, we kind of got Zach that with the Adam Eve special. That's yeah. what I want. Just yeah, exactly. Get us, like, yeah. Get us one of those for tech yeah. jacket. Oh, oh, perfect. Oh no. <laughs> Things, like oh, that. no. Things like that would be, oh, that's, my God. that's what we need. That's what we need. Yeah. Just do side stuff. Give them their own story. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So now the rest of my notes that I have are all on tech jacket. So <laughs> this is a two part episode. All right. Um, so they, uh, he, he talks about like, you know, Mark and Nolan and, and why they should use Mark as an ally and, and the council understandably so doesn't believe anything that he's saying or doesn't trust it because mm-hmm. they think that Mark could, could turn. Um, so then he talks about like how they fought and Thetis, you know, says uh, uh, something I think that we heard in the trailer that Viltramite against Viltramite hasn't happened since the great purge, mm-hmm. um, great which we saw purge. a little bit. Yeah. Um, so they're walking out and, uh, Talia and, and Alan have a really great conversation. And Talia Uh. says something very interesting. She says, I thought they didn't crossbreed. Mm -hmm. Like they're all about the purity Mm -hmm. of their race. Why are they crossbreeding? And Alan says something really funny. And this is like the tone that I'm talking about where Seth Rogen really killed it. And he just very like calmly is like, yeah, that would have been a great question. And why, why? Weren't they asking me questions like that? Like that, instead of just yelling at me. Like, it was great, because it was like, (laughs) it made you feel bad for Alan. Like, he's such an awesome, I don't want to use the word cute, but he's very, like, he's just a nice fucking guy. And he's like, and they just yelled at me. Like, and you're like, oh, they did yell at you, and you're just trying to be this nice guy. Yeah. And Um, I I feel like it also sort of establishes 
the the larger politics at play mm-hmm. in the universe right of like you know the coalition's not perfect either mm-hmm. but they're at least like trying to stop the viltrumites and alan is like yeah. trying to work within that system but there's you know and of course people a, yelling at him a very good question that can lead to you know we might have answers for that later in this in the series mm-hmm. like cool foreshadowing yeah and i think this is going to be an interesting episode because this is the first time that we are introduced to like aliens, multiple races of aliens, multiple yep. planets, like and this I, huge and I, lore. And I think doing this as a like, like side story, like intro, it's the Alan show type thing was a cool way of doing it. Instead of being like mm-hmm. Mark, you know, instantly at, you know, yeah. uh, Telescria and like Mark's in this world now, even though we saw Mark on mm-hmm, Mars, yeah. but that was a little different. Well, so I'm curious cool because for them to do it this way, because, in the comic, they kind of panned away from, you know, Mark and Amber's sex scene in the same way, but yep. they just mm-hmm. went to a different thing. It, it, it yeah. was in the, in the comic, it was just yeah. a recap. So, yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, Thetis comes out and says, Alan, uh, it's a little weird that, you know, our new allies are getting hit. I believe that there's a mole. And he wants Alan to figure out who the mole is in the coalition that is feeding the Viltrumites information. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then Alan flies home, goes to his apartment, and he is attacked. Well, he meets his little cat. What's his cat's name? It's like Vorg or something. Vorg or yeah. something like that. Yeah. It's a one-eyed mm-hmm. cat, of course, with two buttholes. Yep. Um, which I thought was interesting. So does Alan have two buttholes? <laughs> Maybe. Who's to say? I'm not... Know? gonna be able to let that go now now that i do do cyclopses have two <laughs> right write it down for the next time we have kirkman right, on that's right. bill's first question <laughs> <laughs> so te- tech jacket and two buttholes on on there you go on cyclopses um i like the idea that you'd find a note that says that like months from now and be like i don't know what this means <laughs> why does it say two buttholes why does it say tech jacket two buttholes on it <laughs> um so Alan and Talia are dating and they have this sexy little like, you know, he's got her up against the wall and, and they start to do it. And we see the tentacles come out and then the narrator's like, oh, tentacles. Oh, oh, that's, uh, oh uh, this, this would be a, this would be a good time to pan back to see Mark and Amber uh, at the on their first day of college. And it just... pans back and it's sex noises. Still sex noises. And, 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 so and the, then, and so the box of goes, condoms. And it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So then yeah. he goes The back. narrator just doing the, oh my. Oh, like, oh it's my. so perfect. It's so well done. And then Paul going back to Telescria and Alan and, and Talia are still doing it. And then he's trying to talk about he's the like, cat. Um, he's like, oh, uh, yeah. Look at this uh, over look here. This like, cat right here. And it's both of them. <laughs> it's everyone having sex noises. And it's the funniest it's thing. It's so funny. It's, it's so, so funny. funny. <laughs> and it's and like, it's not it's just like, like a joke. The way the performance is done. It's just, yeah, it's just gold. It's so and good. Alan yeah. and Talia just like, and it's like, it's like, it's like over the top. Yeah. Like it is yeah. so funny. Yeah. And if you, I mean, in Even, the comic book, it's very over the top as well. Yeah. Even the line that the narrator gives where he's like, here we have a Unopen feline, <laughs> which perhaps unsurprisingly <laughs> has, has one, one eye. eye. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So um, funny. So let's see. Okay. So this episode, now guys, oh my God. Yeah, I know. It's so good. So now we have um, on a space station, uh alan and talia having dinner and he's eating cancel lock cancel lock cancel lock and talia 
comedically says she doesn't know how he could eat that stuff. And uh, this is my favorite gag. This is my favorite gag in the entire show. (laughs) And he's like, oh, well, he doesn't seem to mind. And it's whatever Talia is eating. It's this like creature with arms and eye and a head, and it's, she's just eating his brain, and it's eating the cans lock. Wow, yeah. it's so well, funny it's and eaten. random and stupid. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just a cutaway just for that. Yeah, we get a cutaway yeah. just to, to to so we get cans lock, and it's worth yeah. it, mm-hmm. and it's great. Yeah, yeah, uh, guys. Yeah, I, I understand the ending of this episode, and I get how important it is. And there's so much. This is the best scene. This in is insane. The this is the best scene in. This episode, this and episodes. if it's the best episode, two episodes. If this is this the best is the... episode, yeah, this would this could be the best part. I, I, oh man, okay. So, Alan starts to tell Talia about how he's like, all right, I'll tell you about. Well, he talks know, about how beautiful she is because yeah, you know, this they, planet, they, yeah, whatever, and, like, whatever. There's this really cute moment between them, yeah. and she asks about you know what did Thetis have to say? Yeah, and he's like, oh well, it's it's interesting. Oh wow, Koba, sorry guys. Um, so he starts to talk about it, and then I jumped. Like, I literally, like, was startled by Alan being torn out of the space station, a hole being ripped open, Talia holding on because she's getting sucked out into space, and the force field comes by, and she flies and hits it, and there are three Viltrumites mm-hmm. that... And the one that grabs Alan, I believe, was Lucan. Am I am I right? Yeah, we see yeah. who looks... It looks like Lucan. It's uh, Lucan. And we also have got... Um... Thresh, and then a third who we don't know um, we don't, yeah but yeah bill the moment like you know it's coming because we read read the comics but the way they interrupt what he's saying in the middle of so his perfectly that like was, it's like it was still jarring it's so it, yeah. and every time you watch it it's still jarring because the yeah. where they chose to interrupt him and how violent it is nailed yeah. it nailed it yeah so alan gets pulled out these three Viltrumites are there, and Thula, who looks much older um, mm-hmm. in in the show than she does in the comic, which, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure they just want to make it so she's very, very powerful and strong, because the older they get, the more powerful They've they are. They've been around for a while. And the yeah. slower they age, so she's probably very, very old, um, thousands I mean, of years old at this point. We did see her at the Great Purge flashback, didn't we? I th- yeah, think she was yeah. there next to Conquest and Craig. I think. Oh, and I think she, so, yeah. she did look younger. Yeah. She, she was looked younger substantially then. younger. So yeah. was, no, that's cool, though. So she says in, the, in her best lizard lady impression, um, oh, tell us about the Viltrumite on Earth. And and so she's she's asking about Mark and, and Alan is like, seriously, how do you guys know yeah, about this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, he <laughs> says, who told you? I'd really love to know. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah, she shout she, out to him spitting blood every time he spits blood and it just kind of stops, stops. Ah! stops yeah. and freezes. Uh, so she she talks. She asks about the father and he's like, oh, all you Biclopses look the same. Who, which one's the father? Who are you talking about? And I believe this is when the talking stops and, and he looks and he looks behind over his shoulder. Guys, this scene like I, I know, could literally I know. cry. I could I literally cry at this part. <laughs> I know he knows he's going to die. He knows that he stands no chance. And he looks back and he offers a smile to Talia. The last look that he can give her a comforting, like, Hey baby, I love you. And it was so heartfelt and I fucking adore it. I adore it. And we get this scene of him getting pummeled by these, by these three Viltrumites. And 
Uh, he gets his eye knocked out, like in the comic. He gets his arm chopped off by Lucan and then hits him with it. The shots that are like far away and you just mm-hmm. see them yeah. like shooting yeah. across and you yeah. and then yeah. like they'll hit him and he'll spin and the blood will spin with yeah. him. Like they we did should such also, a good job. Star Trek did this really well too. The movie, the remake Star Trek in 2009, where when it went from... Uh, like uh, an atmospheric area to the vacuum of space, you get a really whole noise. Oh yeah! So every time that they would hit him, yeah. it was like it a was mu- muffled yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. It was so good. Um, and then Alan gets Thula Viltrumites punches through him, and then we get a panel for panel shot <laughs> of what he looks like in the comic book after this happens to him. So, yeah, that's incredible. It. You're guys, right. It is one of I think the best scenes. In the whole show, and because music in the middle of the music, the music is not licensed. The music is what makes it. The music is what makes it. Yeah, it's just very like sentimental. Very like it. It makes you feel just sad on top of you know. Again, TJ, you were you were over you were over my house (laughs) as I was watching this with Riker, and everyone stopped what they were doing. Like Liz was doing something, and everyone stopped, and even Liz was like, "Oh my god, the music in this like." It's it's jaw dropping, guys. It's the best yeah. fucking yeah. scene, I think. And I think part of the reason it's so jarring and like it it grabs you is that we just had a scene where you're watching a bowl that has a brain in it eating other right. things, and they're making you know what I mean. The whole episode so far has been the funny, jokey, lightheartedness, Upbeat. and then they just immediately hit you with the biggest threat, the scariest like mm-hmm. people, and that so we've smart met so of far. them. To- and, yeah. tee off Viltrumites in the like intro like talking about it like again every yeah. lit- there wasn't a moment wasted in this episode to remind yeah. you like hey these guys are bad they messed up they took mm-hmm. out this entire planet and now there's three yep. of them with Alan so you know what that means when he looks back yeah, yeah. and up until this point the Viltrumites have just been a scary story to this yeah. show like it's only ever shown them in flashbacks it's shown Nolan obviously who's a Viltrumite and Mark but like this yeah. is the first time you see them for real in the show and it's 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 kind of terrifying like it's like oh no this threat yeah. isn't something that's just looming it's 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 here it's everywhere yeah and and uh, yeah it, it was awesome and they're so, very much like terminators at this point right? like there's just you just know there's nothing that can stop them yeah. they make a point to say that like through all of alan's training he still couldn't beat a single viltrumite yep. and they phrase it that way too so that like you said when three of yeah. them show up he just immediately knows like yeah. i'm gonna give one last look and say goodbye guys this is the end. The like, and he smiles <laughs> to her he smiles <laughs> He, he smiles like lovingly. He, he doesn't like give her yeah. a sad look or look scared himself. He smiles. Yeah. Oh my God. I wish I could have that much grace when I'm <laughs> faced with three Viltrumites. The first Viltrumite punch too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, well, no one, no one does immortal. it to. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Sure. That's true. Yeah. yeah. First Viltrumite punch of first season guts. two, I should say. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so then we get, Ryan, you said it too. Like while we were watching it live, you're like, "I'm glad they did this." So he's still alive. Um, it shows him with the bandage around his eye. He's in life support. Um, Talia is very sad because the shock is important, and what happens to him is important. But the like, is he gonna survive? Isn't really that big. Like, I'm glad they didn't wait till like two episodes from now. Ellen's mm-hmm. still alive. Like, I, I don't want the cheap, you know, yeah. fear of that. I want it to be like, yeah. no, no, he's still alive. There's still a, a heart rate, but. Something happened to him, and that yeah. is what's important. Right, exactly. So 
um, you know, Thetis comes in and he says, I know that you guys were important to each other, but this just shows like how strong we are and how strong the Unopens are because they still underestimated his ability to survive. Um, and then he just goes and shuts off his life support. After uh, Talia uh, <laughs> walks, out. walks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's just like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Alan. But turns it off. But to the point of it's like, oh, I'm glad that they did that. They didn't carry on like, is Alan alive or dead? And then, oh, he's still alive. And then immediately, nope, yeah. he's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then what a what a cliffhanger to the to end the episode on, guys. Right. And that's it. That's yep. the end that's of the uh, end. That's the end. Um, Twenty two minutes in. That's the end. <laughs> Crazy. This is I the love moment that, that I started moving the cursor on my screen, being we, like, "There's no yeah, way." This I is believed it. I, what's stupid is is I believed it because I was like, "Wow, that was so much. Episode. Like so much you, happened." You said it didn't feel. Short. You said something. I can't remember what you said, Bill, to, to be like, because you're about to tell us. I forget how it how it reopened, but you're like, oh, are they going to like end it with this? And I was like, no, dude, we're like halfway through this shit. Yeah, you did. You yeah. literally. Yeah. So are they going to. So, um, so we get before. I mean, last time to, to mention um, Telia, voice actress name. Trying to think of it. It's um, Tatiana. Oh, Tatiana. Tatiana. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Tatiana. Uh, Miss Laney. She was also um, the uh, uh, Aquarius queen, the uh, queen of Atlantis. Mm-hmm, yep. She crushes it as Talia. Yeah. She did. She yeah. had more to work great. with. Uh, uh, she is Talia. She, she is, is right. She is she is her? She's Talia. Great. She was awesome. Talia. Yeah. Talia. Sorry. Talia. So I just wanted to shout that out before pizza. we move on. Yep. Uh, so we we get our our end of our after credit scene, which lasts for another 26 minutes. <laughs> our after credits episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this, guys, this is what I mean. Like this, this episode is so good because it fucking, it just plays with everything. everything. Like it's like, yeah. Oh, you want an after credit scene? Here's the second half of the episode. Yeah. Like we don't need yeah. to, like, Oh my God, guys. Okay. So <laughs> it's, it's I love probably, it. <laughs> probably it starts with one of the most mysterious characters in the show and in the comic duplicate working out with herself giving herself motivation to do reps well, which one's working out is it the first is it one it's one because they all come from yeah. one right the one needs to be working out all the rest of them right yeah, that makes sense so so rex walks in and he's talking about how he's still mad at her for cheating on him and it's this really funny scene and she's like you you cheated on you cheated first and he's like but it worked but it worked it, in your benefit yeah but what's important about this scene oh my god is kate's explanation as to why she is connected to the immortal and why they're in love and i talked about it last episode or before and or maybe i talked about it when we finished this episode but i'm oh no i did talk about it because she was experiencing the the sexual the sexual times mm-hmm. her, her duplicates were so they're feeling the same thing. And she says, we share something that no one else does because he has probably died as many times as I have. And nobody and that, else has, has, has nobody that. else. I can't, can, I can't has, connect to anybody else that has that. It, it like, it's, it's like Kirkman heard me say, what is with her clones? Like, does she just throw, <laughs> do they feel anything? Do they fear and it's her killing herself over and over and over again. And she feels yeah. it and experiences it. And I fucking and love she's, it. She, if you love add it, up yeah. all the time of life spent among all her clones, she might have lived, she might have lived as long as. Oh, the- and then she says that too. Not only yeah. have they, yeah. have they died the same amount of times or around the same time, but they also have lived the yeah. same amount of time or the same, the same length. Why? You look it's mad. such a, you look mad. No, it, it's such a clever piece I of know. writing because 
it not only explains like the technical technicalities of her powers, like you're saying, Bill, where it's like answering a thing that you could have wondered about her powers, but it also adds to her character in such a way that like, I already like the show duplicate way better than yeah. I ever did in the comic. Mm -hmm. Like she was just kind of there in the comic. She, there are moments where like they add more to her character, but this scene and the performance and her explanation of like yeah. why she connected to immortal, <clears throat> I was immediately like, Oh, I understand her on such a different level yeah. than having read the comic as many times as we have. Like it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And not to, not to, you know, say anything not bad about the comic book, but I mean, duplicate Kate and immortal just, she she i mean the you're introduced to her love life by her and rex having sex and and her being the one who che who he cheated on with adam eve and then Both now she's with the mortal power. so it just seems like she's just going to the next one but this one is like she's so heartfelt and she explains like rex what we did wasn't we weren't together uh, yeah. this is something important and this is why so kudos to the showrunner to the writers to the voice actors for making duplicate like yeah. As well as everybody else, a very well-rounded character compared to how she was in the comic book. Yeah. So she tells right. you, Rex, that you won't, you know, you don't get it. And then Amanda's actually listening this whole time. And she's like, yeah, yeah. and he doesn't get it. Yeah. So go on, go on. Because this, so, this is, yeah. Yes. So, so this is all great. And, and she's like, what are you going to do? Punch my Star of the show is about to show up. So the door opens up and it's Shapesmith. And he's like, oh, hello, chums. Oh, hello, chums. Like, I just wanted to run in, in a stationary position. And, Are any of these and Rex, back cool beans? And Rex, Rex, where are you from? Yeah. It's, really? It's, it's punctuated. And it's, and it's, oh, and he, 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 he says it in such a way that is not over the top Jason Manizukis. Like it's it's like I liked how it wasn't like <gasps> he's like, Where are you from? Like, yeah, like what the fuck is going yeah, on? The show's like, first of all, that first of all, that they're not buying his bullshit about yeah, him being yeah. human yeah. and what whatnot, but also like the frustration that he Rex just doesn't like him and he's like just frustrated, like, dude, fucking what do you who are you? Like yeah. so good. It was so and then you know what? goes over to the treadmill and just runs backwards <laughs> without backwards. turning it, it on. Very much like a who <laughs> even invited you type of like yeah. Thing. yeah yeah no it was it and was his his dialogue when he comes in and says the chums and says cool beans, cool beans. it feels so much like he went home and found like 30 minutes of youtube of just yeah. people talking and like picked up some phrases and yeah. like oh i can be human now i'll go and use those yeah, phrases ben I schwartz learned. man ben oh, schwartz yeah. he's, he's, he's good he's killing it uh let's see here so oh so then um amanda continues to walk off Walks in on Rudy sitting down meditating, listening to not Mozart, but Chopin. Um, wait, who is it? Strauss. Strauss, yeah. Strauss. Um, and there's a big, you know, um, hologram of his brain. And when she walks in, it starts shooting off red. And he's trying to meditate and to control his fear. And Amanda explains that fear is an important emotion. Like it, it, it helps you know be human and all that other stuff. And Rex, sorry, Rudy continues to explain why it's a deficiency in him and why he has to control it. I think he and more then or less cute... wants to like take it away, remove like remove it. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and then he says, well, fear has also stopped me from doing something that I really wanted to do, which is ask you if you want to go out on a date with me. Mm -hmm. And Amanda. It's a great moment too, though, because before he says oh, that, when he's like, 
calming himself down you see the brain yeah. red behind him yeah. and he like takes a breath and you see it turn blue of like he is mastering that and getting rid of his fear it's really and he it's a cool and, detail and i mean background. he he's filled with fear when she walks up yeah you know yeah. like yeah. that yeah. terrifies him you know yeah. at, on, on a level it is it is shooting red the entire time that they're communicating so it shows that he's mm -hmm. yeah he's like you know nervous around her and stuff so and, and she and i was just saying obviously comic readers like to you know that know the future foreshadowing of you know rudy wanting to remove something that innately makes him human yeah. and that he views yep. as a something that you know is going to deter him that's going to hold him back yeah like not, so not only that but it's also an argument that amanda and rudy continue to have yes and, yes. and she and she continues to so seed is planted yeah. And this relationship is going to grow from yeah. this moment. So they go yeah. on a date. Um, but then we get to, let's see here. What does oh, SOS so that, stand for? So SOS on the banner, spouses of superheroes. And we're like, so, duh. So I group. totally thought this was going to be, you know, something uh Nefarious, nefarious or like, thank you yeah, yes yeah we totally yeah. predicted that olga was this something was going yeah. on like that was bad like that yeah no no it's a it was gonna be with the uh yeah. cd uh the gda or i yeah. predicted yeah. That it would somehow lead to damien which we were all wrong so luckily it, it wasn't something like that uh it was literally just building on debbie's grief and allowing her to build more relationships um and also, so we get, so Carol is introduced. remind the viewers of how awful Omni Man is, which is very yeah. important to yeah. do in this episode. Right. God, exactly. this episode so good. <laughs> uh, so we're introduced to Theo, um, who is voiced by David Diggs. Um, awesome, Hamilton. Yeah, this, uh, the Snowpiercer show. I believe he's in as well. He voices a character in Central Park. Um, this uh, this role reminded me a lot of Steve. You know, you get John yep. Hammond to kind of like bring humanity to no. to a character, mm -hmm. and no. then you get David Diggs to ha to play this character. I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw him again. Like if this was it yeah. for for Theo. Um, I have a theory, and it's I and have he's a not I have power plaques, Bill. I have a Theo. <laughs> I have a Theo <laughs> A theory. A Theo eerie. Um, so they talk about how there's, you know, no last names. Don't tell us about who your spouse is. These are the rules of this, you know, this support group. Um, so Carol in person, you get more of Leah Thompson talking, and it's so obviously Leah Thompson, which is fantastic. Um, and then Theo asks Debbie, they're talking outside if they want to go to a bar, if he wants to go to a bar, or if they want to go to a bar together, and he's like, you know, it's a dive. And I believe she's texting mark at this time to mark which yeah. he has not responded mm -hmm. to like the only thing he yeah. said was like basically thanks for dropping me off and yeah. she's asking him questions he's not responding i mean he's busy i don't forget he's <laughs> he's kind of busy right now you know <laughs> but i mean you should still text your mom afterwards <laughs> yeah oh god <laughs> i mean you should always respond to a text message right yeah yeah um, so yes. then, uh, let's see. Oh, so then we go back to, uh, Rudy and Amanda. Um, I believe, right? Yeah, this is, this is, it shows their date. They go to the movie. This is like shot for shot from the comic book, which is super nice. They go to a rated R movie. Um, and Amanda pays some lady to act like their parents so she can buy tickets because she's a, done it 
a cool bunch way to reinterpret this scene instead of hey you've got rudy who is this super intelligent like i will figure out how to get someone else to 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 give us approval for this r-rated movie because i'm the genius here instead make rudy the one who's like analyzing the situation and being like that makes no sense explain it to me and have amanda be the one who's like mm-hmm. dude i've oh, done this thinking for forever it's this street, is yeah. how you this it's is yeah. how you get around it you got it's intelligence got the, the street smarts it's intelligence yeah. versus street yeah. smarts street smart book smart yeah. you yeah. got the robot and the human who is yeah. ironically yeah. a monster mm-hmm. like i mean you have you have someone who, <laughs> who obsesses who obsesses over the logic of this rule which makes no sense so i mean that shows like the the obsessive compulsive nature of of this doesn't make sense this rule that you have doesn't make sense while amanda is actually solving the problem yeah that exists and it's just yeah it was it was it was great it it really does feel like i know in uh, a lot of interviews kirkman has said that like working on the show is like him getting a chance to do a second draft and of all the things in the comic the relationship between rudy and amanda was never one thing that i felt like hmm could have could have used a, a second pass at that or it needs to be improved in any way it feels great and yeah. very fleshed out in the comic mm-hmm. and the fact that even that is still another aspect that feels like is improved right. in the show and is given more depth is so impressive to me it's yeah. so good yeah he in in uh so on youtube you can find it it's the honest trailers and it's oh, Kirkman yeah. watching the honest trailers and he talks about amanda and rudy's relationship and how it's really fucking weird and how in comic books like these types of things are just like you have batman and robin batman lives with this boy and then they go out (laughs) at night and fight crime and people just accept it and when you think about it like rudy is this old this older guy that decided to be in a 13 year old's body so he could date this this child who is also an adult like it's just weird it doesn't make any sense but you buy into it yeah so just a fun little watch if you guys want to watch that video um, so then next scene, we get Theo, who I have a Theo Yuri about. I think I might know what it is. And they have this they one. have this conversation and he divulges the information that he's not supposed to. He breaks a rule of SOS and he talks about how his wife is Green Ghost. And which which shout out to the very first scene when Debbie walks in, because before you know that about them, about him, when he's sharing with the group, he says, like, you know, sometimes I forget that she's not there and I reach over to grab her in the bed, but there's nothing to hold on to. Mm-hmm. And she's the green ghost who can. Oh, you know, that's fun. Become, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's Wyatt. I thought that was very There's cool. Wyatt being Wyatt, <laughs> pulling all that's these great cool. things out of thin air like a fucking asshole. That's great. That's great. I'm just over here like, he thought it was green ghost. <laughs> Bill, let's dissect this a little bit uh, further. Sandra O oh, not only killing it, you know, throughout most of this episode, but that little moment when she he says her name and she just yeah. kind of. Uh, Laurel? Uh, Laurel? Yeah. Elena? Elena? Is it Elena? Yeah. I think it's Elena. I think so. I don't know. Um, so, I don't... Oh, yeah. She doesn't tell him. She actually has to excuse herself. So, I'll talk about my Theo Yuri at the end of the episode after they have their little, um, their little okay. shindig. So, now we're back to Mark, who well, and he like he the light clicks on and he's sex. like, you had sex with Amber. Like, yeah. like he was asleep a second ago. Yeah. It was yeah. so good. It's the moment that Mark starts to smile because yeah. Mark walks in. He just looks tired, lays on the bed, smiles. And he's like, you had sex with Amber. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he was watching. Yes. Yeah. So good. again, yeah. something that makes 
that's more acceptable and makes more sense given the previous scenes with William mm -hmm. and everything like that. Like they're talking about sex. They're talking about what's going on. It leads us yeah. to Rick. It leads us to the sock on the door. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so they, so they're talking and he, and he talks about how like um, they mentioned Rick. And if you guys remember Rick, Rick and William had, they were dating or in love or something like that. And he became a reanimate. So he's like, Oh, Cecil says he'll be good. Um, he'll be recovered in about a month. And then there's a, there's a knock at the door, which I mean, you're watching a show and they're talking about a character who you haven't seen who like, and William says, Oh, I know William's who that like, is. It's uh, Amber's I'm coming. He calls her Amber's yeah. it's ready for round two. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, uh, I know I said that the bit with the little thing eating the cans lock is good, but then you also have Rex saying, where are you from? Yeah. And then you get this there, fucking too many. genius, too many. genius scene. William. He opens the door God. and, and it's <laughs> someone saying greetings. And, <laughs> He says, Mark Grayson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Grayson. Um, Dude, and so, he, William just. His eyes widen, closes the door, closes the door to, his bed, to his bed, grabs his blanket. Grabs the blanket, pulls it over his head, and just sits there himself. and he says, It's for you, Mark. It's for you. The minute the door knocked, and the three of us, and I don't you know, Wyatt, you were, we were, we, we mute yeah. each other so we don't hear the TVs, but we all kind of like are looking around, we're like, Is it Rick? It's not Amber. They, it, it's Rick. There's no way. They're not getting, there's no way. From this moment till the end of the episode, all four of us are all like pulling hands. our hair out. Yeah, like we're all, out. I'm like, like leaning how forward. Long on is this gonna go? It's how happening. long is this going to go on for? Like, there's no way they're going to continue. No they're, they're still going? It. They're, they're still it. going? <laughs> it was nuts. It was so nuts. it's Seance Dog. Surprise. I know we finally got there. It's Seance Dog and Mark flies out grabs him brings him back into the room says who are you you're not Dude, real this moment like... it's me seance dog seance fight dog. fire with fire fight <laughs> fight evil with magic that's me <laughs> so and then when they're in the sky and he says like there's other universes where oh, magic oh, and dogs God. are as real as anything you're, else it's like we have dogs you're halfway to understanding best episode this is insane this is insane yeah it's oh, stupid man. so we so seance dog um oh. is voiced by rob delaney who oh. everyone probably oh, knows God. him from deadpool 2 yeah uh the guy with the mustache what's his name it's not todd is it todd isn't it todd todd or it might be like i think it's yeah. todd might be i don't know yeah. anyways um so so they're they're fighting and and mark throws him and he he's like Tell me who you are and what you want. So finally, Every his disguise goes like, away. Boom, and his voice like trails or he cuts him off and he's freaking yeah. the fuck out. He's like, oh, no, yeah. no. Yeah. And, he, and he's pleading with Mark. He's like, no, wait, no, wait. Yeah. Like he's trying to talk to him. <laughs> um, so he throws him in his disguise. His, is revealed that he is a insect looking blue alien with big red eyes. And this um, is when the comedy stops, right? This is when it gets really serious. Uh... Dude. No. no, I'm kidding. The fact that he <laughs> yeah. keeps having to pronounce these words and like, yeah. oh, it's so good. When he's like, where are you from again? Oh, it's a, it's a galaxy over. It, it, about, about this far away. That's not too long. It's it's not too long. long. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. So there are, so guys, you have to, you have to, the casual watcher of this show will miss certain things. And when he says, 
I'm from Thraxa. It's a couple galaxies away. Everyone knows about Invincible, strong, fast. Yeah. Um, my people need you to to save us from these meteorites that are destroying our planet. And he says, it's taken most of my life to get here mm-hmm. to see you. I'm not a threat. And then if and then and then he says, how long is it going to take? And a little bit longer in the episode, towards the end, it, he says it's been six days. Yeah. So six days is the majority of this of bug's life. life. Well, yeah. twelve and ish. Well, no, I mean six. He said it, it's it, taken. It's taken most of my life to get yeah. here, which was six days. Yeah, but it also so took six yeah. days to get back. Is what to I'm get back, about. right? Yeah. So and he says that like so so Mark decides to go, um, and he flies off. He's talking to Cecil. And Cecil's like, you're not going to leave the planet to go save, like, these bug well, aliens. You missed, are not going. You, all right, Hold sorry. On. You missed we an important. way back. <laughs> no, William comes no, Mark, out. Oh, yeah. Mark, yeah. Yeah. Mark, are you kidding? Nualzat came all the way here from... <laughs> And you're going to do it. I also yeah. love how many bug people are, are in danger here. A lot. 42 oh, million. A lot. And he goes, no, he's like, million. I need a. No, no. Like, need, uh, yeah, but like a number. 42 billion. 42 billion. <laughs> Mark, you got to do this. Like yeah, gold. <laughs> so it's good. so good. Just And also just shout out to the fact that William also forgets what Thrax is called. You know, right? that's just I been mean, a long on. running thing of yeah. like that. You just forget that name. So. Yep. So uh, Marcos pisses uh, Cecil off, and he takes the earbud out. And um, dude, which again, he says, "I got to start listening to myself before I listen to you." Something that Amber told him last episode, and it kind of motivated him to go back and fight the people or fight right. the the yep. uh, d- depth dweller. Depth dweller. But yeah. the whole depth the dweller. whole thing of him, like th- this season started out with him begging Cecil, "Give me something to do. Put me out there. Put me out there." And Cecil was like, "No, you need time to grieve. You need time to to be on your own." Uh, and then it ended with him like, really, Cecil was kind of under the gun and needed some somebody like Mark. And he goes, "No, because you you you." He, Mark is like, "Listen, I'm gonna listen to you. I'm gonna take orders. Like whatever you say, I'm gonna do it. I, I promise you, yeah. I'll take orders." And then like, yeah, an episode later. He's- and also, like, everybody reminding him in the first two episodes that, you know, what your dad did, and he's scared that he's his dad. And then he gets the realization that I can I cannot be my dad if I try and save as many people as I can. No. And I think of myself, like, what I think is the right thing to do first. And now he's becoming headstrong. Mm-hmm. And, oh. I don't like yeah. how, like, every single time... Mark says something Cecil doesn't like or does something that Cecil doesn't like. It's like, ooh, your dad's yeah, like exactly. that. That's what your dad's like. All right, dude. Chill out. Yeah. Come on. Like, come on, man. Like, it's try little, some try some different little. tactics, okay? Yeah. That's a little, I like yeah. I liked that only because we heard last episode Cecil do the whole like, oh, sorry for bringing up your dad again. Mm-hmm. Like he he knows that that is knows- a touchy subject for Mark, and that made it more serious of him being like, that's what your dad said. Like yeah. him just flat out saying you're acting like your dad right now, I think, which he knows is going to hit yeah, Mark hard. I yeah. think that shows... He was attacking. That, yeah, that yeah. shows that Cecil is not a uh, good person. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not He's not a um, uh, an honest person. He will only say what he needs to say to manipulate you. So you got him being all, no, Mark, take your time off and blue, 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 blue. Yeah. And you're nothing like your father. And be like, bro, you're, you're acting like your dad. Like he's, you're like, all right, Cecil. Another, move. another thing I just re- remembered the conversation when Debbie's dropping Mark off 
you know, uh, find out who you are. And I don't mean invincible. Like, again, yeah, reminding right. like the him and the viewer, like he's figuring out who he is, yeah. not who yeah. Cecil's yeah. telling him to be, you know, mm -hmm. so they're driving those themes home as well, which also right. yeah. I love the moment of uh, him like, will drugs even work on me? Yeah. She's like, don't find out. Yeah, you don't need to find out. It's a good line. Uh, so then the scene changes to the last um, bit of Debbie and Theo in the bar. And Debbie, I, I'm, I can't, I cannot fucking believe. I mean, you have a scene where you have Cecil being the most manipulative, dishonest person in the whole world. And then Debbie, who is willing to just put everything on the line to be honest with somebody and say, my husband's Nolan. My husband is the one who killed your, your wife. wife. Yeah. And Theo instantly is like, you are not, you should not come back to SOS. Like it's, yeah. it wouldn't be a safe place with you there. It wouldn't She's, be a safe place with she you She says, there. I wish, I wish my husband had just died. I wish he had died because what, what the fact that and he's can, alive, he is, he is so much worse because of why he's still alive and why he left earth. Cause he right. did some awful yeah. things. And she go, and he says, um, I wish he was dead too, but not for your sake. Love yeah. that line. Yeah. yeah. Which again, yeah. we had from the trailer that we had no idea. The we, we, we yeah. theorized the shit out of that That's quote, right. trying to figure out what it is. And, and lo and behold, it was Theo who said it. So here is my hot take. And wait, my wait, hot yo, take. before you, you say you it, don't want to wait, wait, go ahead. Mm. Before, before no. you say it, the other like, like heavy hitter was, um, she's as he's walking away, away after saying like, don't come back to the, to the group. She says, um, I didn't know. I didn't know about about him. And he said, looks back and goes, "You should have. You should. Have. You should have." So yeah. good. And then I think the reason the reason that hits so hard and it's so heartbreaking is, I think I talked about it last episode. The reason that I drew the the cabinet door yeah. hanging open. Those scenes were like showing that Mark and Debbie can't help each other. It's just something's broken. They can't help each other. Here's the one place where maybe Debbie can get some help is other people who've gone through similar things and she gets rejected yeah. from it. You know what I mean? Like this is, it's her mm -hmm. last hope to and get some kind of like help. And it's And nothing. what is the last oh. thing she does in this scene? Cry. She looks to the stars. Looks up at the stars. Where Mark is. And yep. Nolan. Yeah. Yep. Which uh, yep. I, I know you have one more thing to say about Theo, but before this scene, we had one more thing with Mark talking to Amber. And, you know, he says, you know, she says, don't apologize for saving people. He says, tell my mom. And yep. then there's a long silence. And he says, Amber, she's like, yeah. They're flying away, by the way. He's flying away. Yeah. And then he says, I love you. And that there's the, the, the call phone. disconnected. So did yep. she actually hear it? I took it as she did it. I love that they don't cut back to her. I love that they don't cut back yeah. to her because Mark doesn't know and neither yeah, do we. That's great. When I was I was watching it with Nicole and when that happened and it said call failed, I heard her go <gasps> like she, she was Aww. It was great. She's such a girl. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you my theory. Really All right, quick what's your before we end it. So my theory is <laughs> that um in the comic book, spoiler alert. I know what uh, you're gonna say. Debbie and Paul end up together. And he's a throwaway character thought, that Ryan. doesn't that doesn't nope. really mean anything. It doesn't really mean anything. And and Paul was introduced and thrown away. I believe that they're going to make this a much more impactful relationship because in the comics it's like whatever Debbie breaks up with them, whatever. Um, imagine that she and him build a relationship, overcome these differences, and then Nolan's alive, like. That's creating conflict that I don't even know how they would resolve. And I think True. that that's what they're going to do. I think that's smart. That's a smart way of 
I could mm-hmm. see it. You sold Ryan. Me. Say what you thought Bill was going to say. I thought they would do the reverse, and the original Green Ghost would be replaced after the fact. That's what I thought too. Because in the and comics, we been... see when we first see Green Ghost, he is the new Green Ghost yep. uh, before Nolan kills him, uh, and uh, it's it's which could still happen. It's, which it's could still Green Lantern happen. ring. It's whoever swallows the exactly. stone. Exactly, he could True. have the stone. So when which could he could still... take it out on Omni Man. Yeah, which could still Whether happen. Ima- imagine, him. imagine she starts. A relationship with yeah. him he's green ghost no one comes back fight 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 that could be cool that could be cool fight fight i went like I went, it was fight fight fight. Oh, it was a weird uh a weird <laughs> way to signal fight, fight, fight. to see why it made some of us yeah laugh. yeah or don't or don't subscribe to youtube just listen to the audio version of it um all right so final now, scene now we get the final scene and it's they're on telescria it's very beautiful. It's peaceful. There are no asteroids or like meteorites. Angelic music. It's yeah. like, so the song, yeah. believe it or not, is a licensed song. No way. Yeah, it is. It is. Nice. It is called "Forever" by Juliana Barwick. Hmm. Huh. Sounds kind of yeah. very cool. Look at that! Look at my research. Look at you. Look, Look at, at you. What I did. I couldn't find. <laughs> I, I I was able to find the song of uh, Debbie and Theo in the bar, but not the song that plays when Mark is um, flying I, do in the spaceship. Do I have that one? I don't yeah, I sent that one. one over to you. Oh. The one where they're in the bar is uh, Ballad of a Thin Place by R.F. Shannon. There you go. For all you little Easter egg hunters out there <clears throat> that need every song to make your Spotify list like Ryan because he's obsessed. Oh, so they get so out of the ship and they're walking. They get out of the, the ship and and Mark is very sus. He's like, "What's what? What? Where's the threat?" And they're like, "Oh, uh, what threat? Like, the oh yeah, well, that are you know, way he stopped. the planet." Yeah, and and he and um, Zuala Zuala says, "Oh, you know what? Maybe it's a little bit of um, dementia. We age a lot faster than you, and and that's probably what I'm experiencing." So, so but don't worry. The monarch will explain everything. The monarch will explain everything. So Mark walks up, is really enjoying the scenery. Um, the camera pans up to where you think the monarch is. It shows a shadow of a person walking out, and lo and behold, you hear him. It is Nolan. And he He's says, "Here," and he says, "Son, son. hello, son. It's been a while." You see him holding out the and hand. He says, Dad, and and you get the awesome like zoom in shot yeah. where the like it's like warping behind him. It's so good. They yeah. like must have been in the booth like mixing this episode and they get to the point where they have to, you know, turn up the sound or like, you know, adjust the audio of Nolan saying, hello, son. And they're like louder, yeah. louder. It's so deep. And like, uh-huh. like it hits you when you hear his voice. Mm-hmm. And then, so when yeah. it cuts to Mark and he's like shocked and then it shows Nolan yeah. in his monarch garb reaching out. It's been a while. Oh, the whole time leading up to this, like once we saw Seance Dog and once we saw them leave Earth and it was st- like especially after they landed, I still didn't think I that it like, was gonna. I still I, didn't think I, it was gonna happen. I kept saying over and over out loud, I was like, "It's gonna end with Nolan and it's gonna cut to Mark and he's gonna look angry and it's gonna cut to the, like he like he's about to attack Nolan and then it was gonna cut to credits and then episode four would open up to him like looking angry and then just like dropping uh-huh. and then giving a hug. I was close. I was close, but he didn't look angry, which makes me curious as to how the next. No, I like that. It's just the shock because yeah. it's just mm-hmm. yeah. What's gonna happen? That's what I would do. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Oh exactly. god. There god, we go. I, 
that felt like a finale to me. That was huge. That is yeah. a huge episode. And I can't, like TJ, we talked to afterwards. Like, we thought that that I was going to be is, the finale. Or the I thought this was going to be episode yeah. four. Yeah. The episode four. I thought, yeah. what, this is just icing on the cake now. We've got one more episode. Yep. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? I, I mean, is it probably way more than we again? think? Is it probably be- way more than we think? Is it, gonna- is it, <laughs> is it just going to be the stuff uh, on Thraxa? But likely there's like four other things that could be happening on they're- Earth that I think yeah. are too big to also do. I don't know. No, they're going to do it. How? They're going to do it. You Look, just, I don't know. I can't Ryan, think. I can't Ryan, think they're going to do it. Ryan, episode two. They fit so many stories in there. And it was, none of them felt rushed. It was if they perfect. do If they do everything I think they could do, it's. If they do <laughs> Rexplode and the Lizard League, holy shit. And Sequids. Holy fucking shit. And good. They could I, end I each of want... all of these on a cliffhanger. And that's why Robert, Robert Kirkman could have been, you know, when he when he was at San Diego, trust me, you guys are going to need a break from this episode. This Think of the, the massive, yeah. like, yeah. they could set up so many cliffhangers with so many different people. So many different characters. Oh my gosh! Please give me all of it, please. What I what I love too please? is Kirkman said many times uh, to us that like season two is just fucking leaps and bounds. Really, three more out of eight episodes and better than season yeah. one. And it's it's oh my god! What what a what a fantastic show, guys! What a fantastic we are, show. Can so you far. believe we got this? Like that? Like this exists? No. It's insane, bro. When he opened the door and it was Seance Dog, it's like we had, it's like, it's like we had never known that was going to happen in the show ever, no, and we know. knew it was coming, yeah. but we were still like, "Holy yeah. shit, this is like Christmas it's, and New Year's and my birthday." It's funny like, because, like, as we're recording this, I know that when people won't actually hear this for, for like another month, but <laughs> a month ago, back in our current time where we're recording now, uh, we just saw the Invincible season two spot during Thursday night football. And like when I saw, I was, I was watching cause I watch football. Like I, I was watching the game and I'm like, Holy shit. Like invincible just popped up on the screen. I'm like, Oh my right. God. Like this is, this is supposed to Isn't be it? my secret. It's my thing that the world doesn't know about. And it's like, <laughs> it's like my secrets are, it still are shocks honestly, me anytime I see TV. something in public. Yeah, yeah. It was, all, yeah. it was very cool. I so it's, I can't growing. wait for everybody's reactions. I mean, yes, episode one and two were awesome. They were very good. This episode was something so special and I can't wait to see people's reactions to this. I hope people freak out. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of the the Titan episode and the online reaction to that, mm-hmm. where like even the Invincible Twitter account was like, "I'll report back that the internet thinks this one is a banger," is what you call <laughs> right? it. And like, I feel like this is going to be that episode yeah. where it's the first two are going to be like, "Oh man, it's back! It's so good! I can't wait to see where this is going. Where this is going? This is going to be the episode I feel like where people are like, "Holy crap! Yes. Did you see yes. episode three? Like, agreed. Oh, yeah, so Should we do so, uh, our doodles? To, uh, yeah, so to wrap up our episode three, this missive, this machinations episode review, um, we're gonna wrap it up with our Invincidoodles. So I would be would like- I would be surprised if not a single one of you did the same exact thing that I did. There's definitely there's there's gonna we be- have to ha- we have to double up. We haven't doubled up yet, yeah, but I think has, it's coming. Yeah, there we has haven't. to be. There's also I something I All there's right. something I hope somebody drew and I almost did, but I was like, nah, I'm not gonna because it would be really funny. So I'll, I'll- I'll start. I was going to draw what I didn't draw, but I was going to was Seance Dog doing the bottom racing in the hallway, but I knew I couldn't nail that pose. 
So I didn't draw it because I knew that would be too hard. Oh. So I chose something a little easier to draw. Nice. Which is just a, very a nice. Very cool. Of, look at the shadow. Look amazing. Who draws a great. shadow? <laughs> I hate you, Wyatt. I hate you. They look great. Very cool. <laughs> so those are my cans. Talented motherfucker. Yeah. Ryan, who's up? You want me to go? It's going to be mine. I know it's going to be mine. Nice. Okay. Wow. No, that wasn't mine. Sorry. <laughs> Just an eyeball. I don't, think, I don't think that it's fair that you used red. To be, If I was if ever going to use honest. red, it would be here. Okay. True. We so, didn't make any rules that you no couldn't rules. use color. That's true. Bill, do you want to go next? Yeah, so I'll it was next. the, if, if anybody's listening, it is Alan's eye floating in a blood, bloody space. Okay, ready? Whoa. Oh, Oh, nice. Also, Alan with a hole punched through him and Thula in the background. And you can see Thula on the other side. Very cool. Nice job. Missing an arm, too. He's missing his arm. Oh, yeah, his arm and his bone is there, too. Yeah. None of us us match. You didn't double? No. You didn't double up. I did. I mean, mine and Ryan's is kind of the same. Same scene. So it's the same scene. Can I say it? I don't think you did it, TJ. I was really close, and I thought it'd be really funny if I just did the box of condoms. I was going to do the box of condoms. <laughs> Dude, imagine too. if three of us did <laughs> all condoms from different angles. <laughs> no, I... Or super sperm, like a sperm with a cape on totally it. Totally thought of it. You did? Oh, I thought of it. Yeah. And I was going to do the cape in red. <laughs> Go ahead, TJ. All right, all right, TJ. I did uh, traumatized William. Oh yeah, that's so good. TJ, <laughs> if I may, that that's looks awesome. like you, <laughs> dude. You've got the background, his mirror, you got the little yeah poster in the back. Yeah. That's so good. Thank you. That's awesome. Good job. Good Again, job, testament to how much we're getting that none of us are drawing the same thing on any of these episodes because there's so much that they're giving us in every episode. And I like that we're just drawing a moment. We're not drawing a favorite scene. Yeah. We're just drawing something that we're like, oh, I could draw that. That'd be fun to draw. Yeah. So yeah. good. My God. So do we, um, I mean, we've kind of been working in predictions as we go. I don't know if yeah. I even really need to give anything. We, like we've talked about. We, I don't think we, we should. Yeah. Guys. I, 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 I'm ready. Let's so do this. We, we kind of already said our prediction without saying what it's going to be. There's a bunch of crazy things that happen around like, you know, around the same time in the comic. And we think that the big moments for each of these characters are going to end in season four, um, or I'm sorry, episode four. Um, so here's hoping. If they do a, you know, a return of the Jedi, like three planes of action type thing. I'm, I don't know if we can, I don't know if I might mentally can handle this. It's, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. We'll see. Honestly, if the, if the episode was five minutes long and all I got was little baby Oliver. Oh my God. That's all. That's all I need. Honestly, I feel like after last episode, after episode three, I, I honestly just feel so satisfied that I'm like, all right, let's I'm I'm good yeah. for another several months. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's do this. For for those people who are mad at us for being able to watch this show, you know, a little bit before for the masses, maybe this you can be happy about that we have more time in between, theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but that does it. We're gonna call that the episode here this is our episode three breakdown we'll be back next week for the mid-season finale episode four um and of course we're starting every episode with your thoughts so what send mm-hmm. us your thoughts we can't wait to hear what you think of episode three we'll talk about it at the beginning of our episode four breakdown um send us your doodles send us your doodles yeah. send us uh, uh your thoughts and um man and rate we... rate rate bill's preparedness for this on a scale you, of yeah. one to five. good job Bill. good job hey, yeah you, you did really well hey 
very excited to see the podcast podcast review of your performance. You know? <laughs> uh, so yeah, email us at podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on all the socials and um, we'll be back in a week. And, by that, and uh, they, what, when you see us again, we will have all have, we all will have seen the entire first part of season two. Yeah, so exciting. And we're going to go now to watch it. We're going to finally watch the fourth episode. We're going to have our own little pre-Invincible Friday on Friday. This is the week before episode one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So we'll be back soon. See you guys next time. Okay, bye. 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 Is, is me looking like this too distracting? It looks like you're just lost in thought. Yeah, it's not too bad. It just looks like you're I mean, like is that the highest up. one? Because there's that's, a next That's level. the highest one. This the is next the one? next highest level. It's That's a and little then, better. And then this is the last row. <laughs> but here's the furthest right that it goes. All we need, all we need to do is... <laughs> all we're going to do is call attention to the fact that you have a wall of notes... And then that's why you're going to keep doing that. And then that'll be fine. Yeah. All right. I just got very conscious of how I look on camera because I realized I'm in the goof right now. I'm, I'm inside of the goof. Clearly, this is going to end up being the goof. It might not be. I don't know. Something funnier could happen. That's fair.